Hello, bots, our dear sweet friends. <clears throat> this come, weird high. Come sit with us by this metaphorical fire. <laughs> it's hot. Does anyone? Wait, wait, wait. I've got marshmallows. Burn does the anyone... bots. Does anyone want what? metaphorical marshmallows? We can I'll make metaphorical, metaphorical s'mores. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll have I'll metaphorical put... s'mores. I'll put some in my metaphorical hot cocoa. Don't set it on fire. <laughs> oh, okay. no. What a weird thing. Blaze. Oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Stomp on it. Oh day. What a weird bit we've opened this on. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cold open. Hey it's everybody. Hot... Actually, it's the hot open. Yeah. Hey, uh... <laughs> 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 oh, look, look, look at that. It's the angels coming to ascend Shay to the next plane of comedy reality. <laughs> Bye. I've peaked. I'll never make a funnier joke again. Bye. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, hey, everybody. Um, our delusions aside, welcome to whenever. I think this will be 41 because I think Finn will be 40. I think this will be the 41st episode. It's not really episode episode. Eh, we count in the technical lineup. 3DMs managed to make it as numbered episodes, so whatever. I guess, yeah. I think and... we're just bad at math. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd rather let I'd rather let iTunes handle the numbers than me. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we decided since we're walking into Arc Four uh, to take some audience questions to. Spend some time as a cast chatting about our world and story, and just just taking the load off, honestly. Uh, so I have collected in these two pieces of printer paper uh, my notes, um, questions from our Discord server, questions from our Instagram, uh, questions from other Discord servers. Um, as well as a bunch of fun stats and just random things that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, I wrote some questions for everybody, and uh, how do we want to do this? Because we have the questions, um, and we could start with those. We can go timeline-wise, or we can just rapid-fire these questions off and kind of tangent when we want to. Like, how, um, what, what are we feeling? Um, I don't know. I guess... Um, why don't we just start off reading them? Yeah, let's pop okay. up some questions, and then maybe we can get into, like, some announcements and stuff, and then go back to some questions. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Okay. Alright. So, I'm going to start with the questions from our Discord server, uh, if that's alright with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, hold on. Yes. Our first set of questions, uh, is Arc 4 the final arc and this is kind of a trick question because yes, but also no. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> arc four is going to be the final arc for campaign one, which yeah. I've kind of I'm still working on an official title, but in my head it's the Tundras of Timshel. Oh, I like that. I always uh, thought it was just called the Night Council. I thought it was the Night Council arc. Anyway, uh, I don't know. It's it's a it's a, it's up yeah, there. <laughs> we've just been calling it the Frostwalkers. We really have, but that's gonna have to stop being a thing because campaign two, Woo. which we're gonna, we're gonna we'll talk about that later. Though this is a 
we're answering questions from campaign one first. Oh yeah. This yes. That def- campaign two is definitely <laughs> to be tail end of our of our slow time. your roll, B. Slow your roll. Friend. Yeah, slow your <laughs> slow your dice rolls. But uh... but my point being uh, Oh yes. the angels, they're here again. They're here for Libby. <laughs> Join yes. me. Goodbye, my friends. <laughs> arc four is going to be the final arc of our first campaign which will probably clock out campaign one at about a year real time which Mm -hmm. for a first campaign feels feels right Mm -hmm. uh we started in really it's over a year if you count recording schedule as opposed to posting schedule yeah yeah, yeah. uh but you know people only care about the results damn it <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, banking off of this is: Are we happy slash proud of the stories we've told? Which is such a loaded question. <laughs> no, it sucks. No, I'm joking. Yeah, no, we all I'll hate it. it. <laughs> We're literally doing it for the money. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> what money? I don't know. Sponsorship, dude, it's baby. It's sarcasm. Oh yeah, just our. Can't you tell how much money we have by just the, like... <laughs> the great oh. quality of everything. Yeah, Even just the amazing, amazing audio money, quality. If we had money, I could buy better jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one, though. So, See, it's so, hard because it's like on the one hand, I don't want to be, I don't want to be mean, you know, because I we put a lot of effort into this podcast. But I mean, like, it is just a fact that we do have a lot of audio issues, and yeah, it's because we're a bunch of college students or like college age students, except for Cat, who's sixteen. And but, but I keep forgetting that fact. Yeah, blew my fucking mind. Yeah, and we just like we have no money. We'd like to have money, you know. Like It'd maybe be nice one if we had money, <laughs> you oh, know. Yeah. Like maybe one day we'll be able to afford super nice mics and recording equipment. But for right now, we're kind of just working with what we have. And you spend so. your on Patreon. <laughs> anyway, uh, but back to the actual question: Are we proud of Campaign One? Yes, absolutely. I'm extremely proud of Campaign One. I, I'm very cat. Your silence concerns me. <laughs> <laughs> I was letting you talk. No, go for it. No, you get to talk. You're part of our family now. Yes. Yeah. You're gonna make me emotional. We just started like five minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> I am. Yes. As a longtime listener of the podcast, I am very, very proud. Of this, of this campaign, extremely, and I think it's even more amazing that I'm a part of it. I've said this so many times, but it still Aww. stands. I'm just—I I never thought I'd get here, and I—I I love you guys. Start to get sappy this early. Aww. No, no. Okay, start the sappiness. Start us off strong. I feel like <laughs> this is gonna be so sappy, like the whole um, thing. Yeah. But yeah, I think in, I think I'm not going to speak for everybody here, but I think the general consensus is that we've never really done something this successful with our creative endeavors before. 
and yeah, yeah, that's just, a, that's that's a good way of putting it. And it's just yeah. crazy to see the world we've created expand to something more to other people, you know. Mm-hmm. And it'll be amazing to see how stuff grows in the future. So I think I I think it's safe to say we're all incredibly proud of campaign one. And oh, and, and as for like it, like even having an effect on people, someone random like joined our Discord like months ago, and they said. Wow, I love this podcast. Sorry's like my favorite character. And I just like I straight up cried for like five minutes. Oh. I was oh. just like, oh, a character I made like as a joke. Someone likes it. First off, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Have you seen her? <laughs> She's a She's chaos a disaster. Guy. She's just a chaos gremlin. <laughs> a beautiful chaos gremlin who we... That's hard to say. Chaos gremlin who we love. Yay. I'm going to make that a race now. A chaos gremlin? <laughs> a chaos gremlin. Anyway. It's a good race to be. I agree. Uh, moving on. Uh, oh, I wanted to say something. Oh, Say the thing. Say yeah. a thing. Oh, that's okay. Um... Yeah, I just I just wanted to say like it's 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 been really crazy being a part of this of this podcast um like the way that it the way that I became a part of it, I guess we can get into a little bit later, but was so like just completely by chance and luck, really. Um mm-hmm. and it <laughs> I've just watched it evolve into what it is now and become so close with all of these people who I've like never even really met in person. And it's, it's crazy to have that kind of connection with people online. It's, I think it just kind of goes to show that like, if you find like-minded people who are creative and really care about what it is that they're doing, you can kind of do anything. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna mix some up a little bit because uh, Pixie sent us a block of questions. We also blocks of questions from the people, so I'm gonna mix them around a little bit. If that's cool with everybody. Yeah, go for it. Uh, so this next question um, comes from Valehaven Studio, who asks, uh, "Any advice for a new podcaster?" Oh, just start like doing it, but also like have a lot of fun. Be able do it with people you can like laugh with and relax with, and you're comfortable with. And that it's not because otherwise it's not. It's incredibly awkward and scripted and bad. Yeah, (laughs) and just not a good time. And that goes. That's true for like even non-actual play podcasting. Just like do it with friends. Yeah, Mm -hmm. really. Do it with people who can make you laugh. And mm-hmm. honestly, do it. That's my advice. If if someone's saying, "How like what do I do to start podcasting?" Start podcasting. That's it. Just like get your microphone or your computer. That's what I did for a while. Uh, just do it, I guess. And there's a lot of services that do it for free now, like Anchor and everything. Like, there's no shame in starting. That's what everyone does. So you don't need to have a degree or anything to get this going. You just gotta uh, moving to our next question. 
Oh, you guys keep. Oh, sorry. What were you gonna say, Shay? I'm sorry. Okay, I think it's just because I'm the last in the. It's just that I don't want to. I don't want to harp on any because we have a lot of questions. I know. I know. I just. I don't know. I think it. If we go down the chat, you know, each person gets to say a little something. Yeah. Um, Um. But yeah, I was just gonna say that. Um. I. That's definitely been a lesson that I've had to learn. Is just do it, you know, because I am guilty of, of being a, I'll admit I'm guilty of being a perfectionist sometimes. And there's this part of me that's like, oh man, like I wish we had the, the best recording equipment and spent like hours and hours writing every session. Because when I wrote um, the asylum session, I spent a super, super long time writing it out because I was so anxious about like, it needs to be perfect. But I think the success of our podcast has come from the just do it mentality. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, I think that the, you know, we just care so much about the story that I think everything else is kind of secondary. You know, I don't think it. And even the characters too. Oh, a hundred percent. I think, I think being a part of this has really proven to me that, you just need to do things, you know? Even if even if you're afraid it's not going to be perfect, doesn't matter. Just do it. Because if you really care about it, it there's a It'll good show. chance it... Yeah. If you really care about it and you just go for it, there's a good chance that it probably will be successful. Yeah. Anything you want to throw in, Kat? Uh, <laughs> no. I think I learned pretty much everything from you guys. Fair so <laughs> that's fair um i'm gonna go through a couple of like yes no questions to just burn the mouth because there's a couple that are super easy you know mm-hmm. fair. i'm gonna burn those Is this a quiz show time. questions they're, they're they feel a few of them feel like it uh can pixie recap campaign two yes yeah. yes please for sure please, please do please oh pixie i'm i am begging you you're amazing uh so that yeah defo just do it pixie we we love you um are bagels round toast fuck you (laughs) (laughs) bagels are so much better than toast i feel like like round bread though controversial no a donut is round bread but but (laughs) bagel is a, a a bagel is a denser bread well, so Wait, it is a round bread. It, you it's just... a round. Well, no, it's yeah. all, it's all, it's all, I guess it could Everything all be classified. Well, it could all be classified, like donuts, bagels, and bread could all be classified as bread. bread. So, so yes, a bagel is round bread, but I also think a bagel and a donut have like particular ingredients that make it more than just like round toast yeah because you could just you could just cut a piece of toast into a round shape and it wouldn't be the same as a bagel or a donut yeah but if you put bread dough in a circle you put it in a fryer it just becomes a donut well no because you have to add like sugar and stuff no you don't yes you do (laughs) i i have made donuts i have seen my friend's mom make donuts what have you done to us what did you do wait without sugar Holy you shit. put the sugar on after. Okay, but like yeah, but you still have to add stuff sugar. Like that. Ah. Bread has sugar in it. Oh my god. 
<laughs> we can't keep talking about God. this. To the next question. Before, before we start, we, we were just happy. Pixie, the answer is fuck you. <laughs> no. Um, okay. You've incited um, my rage for bread, apparently. Somehow. <laughs> um, oh, this is this We're is a very passionate one. about bread here. Yeah. And I can't even eat it. Okay. Uh, will we see the aisles again? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did Sari see the aisles? I don't know. But maybe. Like, I, it, it'll it's, I'd like to do that. I don't. We'll get there. I'm just going to say hold maybe. on. Hold on to that one. Put that one in your pocket. Uh, Shrug emoji. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, things you can't live with during the pod without during. Things you can't live with during. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> just things take a deep breath. Cannot, things you cannot live with without. Things you cannot live without during podcast recording. Hmm. Oh, I think I know what they mean. Like, what are things that you have to have with you while you're yeah. recording? I have to have a cup of tea. Same! Bottle of water, baby. I have to have both. In early podcast recording days, I had to have a cup of tea and an entire glass of water. And now I've just taken to only having the cup of tea and just letting it cool off and sipping it slowly. Hmm. Because I had so many cups on my desk at one point. <laughs> I, I had like seven cups and they, it was bad. Oh, actually, you know what I do? I have a, um, uh, I went whitewater rafting like a year ago. This isn't supposed to be like a flex. I'm sorry if it sounds that way. Um, Let but... it be. That's cool. <laughs> Thanks. Um, but I got this. A uh, really cool little travel mug type thing. It's like it's kind of like a thermos, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's super, super nice because it's for outdoors. It doesn't it doesn't get too cold. If you put something super hot in it, the outside doesn't get hot and burn your hands. So that's oh, great. A thermos like um, that is amazing. And I just put all of my drinks in that. Like any kind of drink, I just drink out of that because, firstly. Uh, it saves on plastic, and secondly, it's just awesome to have. And also, you don't have to keep going back and getting like another cup of tea. You just have one giant mug cup of tea. Of tea. <laughs> Not, I just—that's what I do. I just have a mug of a literal mug of like, well, not even like a mug, like a thermos of tea next to me while I record. Although I actually I didn't used to do that. I used to just go straight into recording with just like my dice and no water, no tea or anything. But um, I have a bad habit of saying like all the time that I've been trying to break and someone suggested every time you want to say it, take a sip of tea. So I've been trying to do that. That's, that's a good way of doing it because I had so many weird words that I would say because I would mm-hmm. always say, but yeah, before mm-hmm. any sentence. Huh. And, my, and I didn't notice I did it until my mom said, hey, Livy. You say that all the time. What's your deal? <laughs> and then I became so self-conscious about it that I stopped. Mine is, mine is, you know. Yeah. Yeah, we noticed. But <laughs> it's funny though. I almost, <laughs> I almost said it and I caught myself. But B, B, I feel like even when B says it, 
it's it's noticeable but it's not annoying i uh, people have pointed out the light i come from california <laughs> and everyone uh. said everyone's specifically southern california where all the beaches are and so people have pointed out to me my whole life that i say like all the time and i've been trying to break that habit forever and i feel like i finally am and it's because of this podcast. It made me, listening to myself made me realize just how much I say it and how much I need to stop. So moving back to the, the crux of the question, I have a weird one, but DMs, it'll save your life. I downloaded a free app on my phone called D&D Spell 5E. Uh, that's just all you have to search. It has like a feather with a book around it. It's... It has all the spells, all the rules, and it's a search engine for your spells. It's beautiful. Because it really is. It, it's, it is a lifesaver. So I have my phone and that app pulled up constantly during recordings. Um, oh my gosh. What is this app called? Because it's, it's I called need it. D&D Spell 5e. And it is, it's a free app and you can make a character on there and store all their spells. In the I'll send a okay. picture in chat of the yeah. app. Yeah. Um, so moving on from oh, Kat, do you have any like things you need besides tea? Um, I have a special Frostwalker's notebook that I take notes in. Oh. Um, yeah, I'll have to send a picture to it sometime. Um, and then I also have, um, I also have some Warlock spell cards. Nice. Uh. And um, I always have a blanket because, heck yeah, why wouldn't because you? Cool. Yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I have tea, and then I also have a cup of water because I have to balance it out so I don't burn myself. Fair enough. <laughs> um, moving back, rapid fire, rapid fire, baby. We got to run. We got sonic speed. Um, got to go fast. Got to go fast. Uh, length of arc four. Uh, question mark question yeah mark. i don't know it's, shrug emoji it's gonna come Who down to player knows? choice it's gonna come down to player choice as with a lot of things i um, say let's do a 20 episode sorry arc oh my God. where <laughs> it's narrated by cooper the copper pseudo dragon i would live for that um but maybe a one shot uh, <laughs> anyway. i just said that randomly uh let's see um I have a, a feeling this arc is going to be long, be though. Yina asked, really, Yina asked a really weird question that I wish I could have gotten more context for. It's just, okay. it just, literally just, just say says, it. so back in Take a Hike, please tell me Caleb Probs had saw some like weird Eldritch horror that wasn't mentioned, because that always happens in stories like that. In Take a Hike. I don't remember. I don't know our episode titles. About. I'm really bad. That's the one with addicts. That's the team. Oh, wait, that's... That's the one where it was That's... just me and Avon, yeah. Oh, uh, see, I don't pay attention to the episode titles. That's fair. I'm there for recording. Sometimes yeah. I catch up and listen to others' recordings that I wasn't there for. That's fair. No, that's but fair. like, I, I, the, puns, the episode titles for me are just my chance to flex my pun muscles. Anyway, good. <laughs> I'm uh, proud of you. I so, like all the titles a lot. I think they're all mm-hmm. very good. I'm gonna say. I don't remember what scene you're talking about, so when you listen to this, Ina, please tell me what scene you're talking about, and I will uh, comment more. Will you, uh, will you say the question again? Just 
Yeah, for in the episode, in Take a Hike, the episode of me, you, me, and Avon. Did Caleb see an eldritch horror during uh, mm. some weird eldritch horror mm. that wasn't mentioned because that always happens in stories like that? I, I don't know what in in stories like that where they were camping on the road or something like that maybe. I mean, I mean, it's D and D. There's probably were there probably were some random encounters we glossed over because why? Because um, <clears throat> why bother? Anyway, uh, a lot of these are like any future stuff you want to share. So I'll save those to a, a lock it at the end. Um, okay. If you could go back to the start. What would you tell yourself? Don't be awkward. <laughs> Stop. Just like channel sorry and go with it. Because I didn't learn how to do that until many, many episodes in. That's fair. That's just true. And just character. like season episode one, episode two. Well, that's the first episode I'm in. So I just call it episode one naturally. Fair. Mm-hmm. I'm like, looking back on the first interaction we all had as players, and I'm just like, it's so cringe. <laughs> it's, uh, it's awful. But it's, but, it's, but it's also really funny, because I, personally, I think it fits. I think it's really funny how... It does fit, it and seems it's funny, like, but like, oh my word. It just seems like every new person our characters meet inevitably it's extremely awkward we're just not good at talking to new people and i always think it's so funny uh so cat what would you tell yourself if you could go back there is literally no reason to be nervous because these podcasters are just a bunch of ding-dongs um thanks (laughs) but i mean it in the most endearing way possible i was so nervous at the beginning I took it as a compliment. It was, yeah, it was insane. Yeah, we're so intimidating. I'm not gonna lie, kind of, but... Oh no! What? Why? It's just, I don't know, it's it's hard to explain. It's just the adrenaline. Cat, I'll help you out. I'll help you out. How tall are you? 5'3". Oh my word, I'm taller than you by one quarter of an inch. Okay. Well, I'm 5'2". So I was expecting most of the time people are a lot taller than me. So Rev's taller sure. than all of us. Yeah. Rev, Rev, Rev is scary tall. She's amazingly tall. I wish I was that tall. I'm short, I so I make tall characters. Fair enough. I would I'm I short, so I make char- I'm short, so I make characters who are shorter than me or taller than me. I when it comes to so, the thing yeah. I tell myself is I'd port over literally all my DM knowledge I know now then. To make every episode good, um, but all not... the episodes are good. And Shay, what is your, uh, what is your one thing you would tell yourself looking back? Oh gosh, um, probably. I kind just... of feel like all of us would unanimously chill out. <laughs> yeah, I would say that's probably mine as well. Is just, you know, just don't, just don't think so hard, you know. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. don't just don't don't think so hard about oh my gosh did did I play my character right? Oh no, the audio's clipping. Ah uh, shit, there's dogs barking in the background. <laughs> you know? So, like I would have just told myself just like chill. 
for all of that because it's gonna be okay uh Valhaven also asked what do you wish someone else told you and I feel like the answer is also chill out <laughs> so I'm gonna everything drop will be okay down. yep mm-hmm. uh okay favorite moment besides the resurrection of Anna ooh when we killed Edgar that was <laughs> fucking glorious yeah that was pretty funny Cat? I also I also I just oh, sorry. I also really loved um Finley's introduction scene. Finn's first scene was fucking funny. It was, it was very funny. Oh, thank you guys. Ah. Uh, I'd say, man, it's it's really hard. I've quite a few um favorite hmm favorite moment that I was not in um, would have to be uh, episode literally the first episode um, introduction of Calum to the rest of the party because he was just so chill they're like they're like like, what are you doing here and he's it, it was just so hilarious it's like isn't that the prince like what's he doing in this tavern? And then the the literally the first character that I heard of was someone named Throckmorton. And I'm like, that's it. I'm listening to this forever. <laughs> I love it. Uh Shay, what's your just moment? Um I don't know. I definitely do like Caleb's intro a lot because I love I just think it's the perfect intro for his character. There's like there's like a little bit of build up because you see these two big like beefy guards in front of him and everybody like the whole mood in the tavern changes. And then there's just this tiny little elven prince and he's like super awkward and sweet and like gives the the first step to Shira because he doesn't want to like he's too nice. I just, it's just the perfect intro for his character, so I definitely like that scene a lot. Um, There's also another scene in the first episode that just kills me every single time that I listen to it, and it's um, uh, (laughs) when when Caleb is sending us off for the first time, you know, on Mm -hmm. on our very first adventure, and he's like, uh, you know, normally people... Um, when they send off an adventuring group, they'll they'll break some champagne on the side of a ship. But um, I don't have a ship, uh, and I'm too young to drink champagne. So I have this fizzy cider, and I'm gonna break it on the side of this tavern. Oh, and then he does, oh, baby. and then and then like Bakasha or Basil or someone yells at him from inside the tavern, like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I'm hosting an event," <laughs> and it's just, I don't know. And then he's all sad that he doesn't have fizzy cider anymore. That scene is so funny to me. It's not my favorite scene, but definitely one that makes me laugh really hard. Um, I think, I think my favorite scene that I haven't been in was actually in uh, Take a Hike. Just the little moments between Sari and Calum and Abix are just like, they're so sweet. They're so sweet. They just make me feel all the feelings. Same thing with the um, uh, the conversation between Caleb and Andre in the the 
um which one is that the check and mate i think yeah check and mate that's a really good moment too um it's hard to choose there's so many moments that i really like my favorite moment in recent history is when Shay remembered what her spells did and polymorph the big bad evil guy of the arc. <laughs> You're welcome. Because going from someone who was like who thought Wild Shape was a spell, not a class feature, to 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 where you are now at pride, pride. pride. Oh, thank you. That means a um, lot. Yeah, so um, that moment stuck out. Uh, I do have like one little quick thing. Uh, oh, uh, my favorite, the favorite scene that I was in uh, was my first ever appearance uh, was uh, on Frostwalkers as Valerian. Uh, the the Malsum, the Malsum speech was absolutely mm. chilling. It was such a visceral experience to be there in person. It was so good. the The speech was just uh, so enthralling. Oh my god, yeah. Definitely. I don't know how I forgot that one. Yeah, no, that's definitely... That moment mm-hmm. was... That was the moment I was just like, oh my god, B is so good at role-playing. Teach me. I know. It scared me. Like, I remember <laughs> I was having this conversation with B, and I was like, you have to write these monologues, right? Like, you have to at least have an outline. He was like, no, I just come up with them on the fly, and I was like, fuck you. <laughs> I, how I, dare I, you. I wish I had the power. I wish I had the, the the forethought to put like a skeleton together. Like that requires like patience and manpower and effort and like thinking. But it's so impressive that you can just like come up with such a good monologue just off the top of your head. Like literally every line that Oletta said in um the asylum one shot, I wrote that shit because I was afraid that I wouldn't be able to talk like Oletta is supposed to talk. In fairness, I've had a crash course in role-playing for the last year, so. Yeah, that's true. role-playing for the last year, so. Mm. Try someone by fire for a year and watch them come out with a few with a few catalysts. Anyway. Mm. uh, Moving a a quick, gotta move quick, gotta go fast. Uh, Your least favorite character. Ooh, this is a controversial one. Ooh. Your least favorite character. The character you wish would die. Or your plot is dead. Hmm. Character I wish would die. Oh. Part of me is like, there's so many I wish would die. And then I'm like, there's not really. There's like none. I guess the bad guys? Fair. (laughs) I guess, I think the idea was more like, is there a character... That's like not a villain who you're supposed to hate, who's like you just don't like. Mm. None that I can think of at the moment. I'm just like cycling through the million NPCs. I got one that isn't an NPC. Oh, oh go for it. Spy, don't kill me. Jitai. Oh, shit. Oh. Why? Why? I have an extreme love-hate relationship with Jitai. I love him so much. But also, he's such a cocky little bastard. I want to fight him in hand-to-hand combat. This is because of taking out Corvin's eye, isn't it? Don't call me out like that. (laughs) (laughs) 
sorry. Yeah. Little, oh, little... The tables have tabled. Yeah. <laughs> little little behind the scenes secret. I think the entire reason Corvin is like kind of a good guy now is because Cat and B were like, we just like him. <laughs> he needs to be. We don't have, See, we don't have all the I, I like but him, but I also hate him. Corvin. Yeah, no, that's that was the intended purpose, so I guess I'm glad. But no, <laughs> uh, it's just that scene from The Office. You don't have all the facts. What 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 do you mean? I I love them. <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how it is. True, fair. Yeah. Uh, Although the thing about Corvin that's interesting though is he was never like really a bad guy. He just kind of had a different way of doing things. I guess violence. <laughs> He was, he was, he was all, in fairness, he was a douche nozzle. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was absolutely a dick, and he did shoot my boy in the wing, and that was shitty. And he also said some really mean stuff about his dad. <laughs> he, he said was some kind really of an- mean things to me. I he was definitely so I, an asshole. I'm not gonna be his friend anymore, and he can't sit by me at lunchtime. I feel like <laughs> he is not like- invited to my birthday party. <laughs> I feel like Frostwalker villains go into one of two categories, and they're giant monster and Tweet. edgy dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no, we can't guys- do this again. I already was like, I spent like a a very long time after making that joke. Like, oh no, <laughs> was that an okay joke to make? I think it's fine. In fairness, but- the precedent I'm setting here is. On the one hand, you got you got you got the you got the order behemoths, you got you got the Malsum, and then in the other corner you have Oko and Corvin and Aster and all of our villains who are like just just little shits. Yeah, basically. But redeemable little shits. Redeemable little shits. Yeah, Ripped redeemable up. little shits. Except for Oko. <laughs> yeah, except for him. Literally fuck Oko. He fucked over standard in MTG2. <laughs> I don't want Niv Mizzet turning into a 3-3 elk fucking MTG arena. Fuck off. Anyway. <laughs> the trials and tribulations of an angry is it player. So um so yeah. Uh least favorite episode. Ooh. Ooh. Was there just an episode that just didn't shine above the others? Mm, episode three is one of those. That's fair. I don't know. I I like. I kind of like episode three, to be honest. I mean, it there, was really. There, there are bits of it that I like, and there are are bits of it that I don't like. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's talked about the most. It's like left the the biggest I... impression. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it changed. That episode changed the entire course of what was going to happen in this story. Yeah, and I I like that. That was neat. Yeah. I think okay, uh damn, I'm trying to think. I think um for me the episode I wish I could go back and rewrite or do better, you know? Mhm. It's a weird choice, but I just remember nothing about Rowan's birthday episode. I remember so much about Rowan's birthday episode. Fair. I, I guess it's back to going, for everybody. Going back to, like, the characters we don't like, 
I apologize to somebody, but he ain't gonna listen to this. Evander is one of those characters I just, I don't like him very much. He was rude to Sorry. I didn't like that. I just, I, no. He's I, good. <laughs> he's good from an outsider standpoint, but from a Sorry standpoint, no. He's a big, stupid jerk face. From <laughs> that episode actually has the character I always forget exists. Which is Pyrrha. Oh my god, yeah. I completely forgot she existed. <laughs> Who? Well, yeah, because uh, Pyrrha. Pyrrha was a character that my oh friend my made. Oh my word, yeah. Your bird friend. What? Oh Your yeah, my friend. <laughs> yeah, my friend who had all the, all the birds. Yeah, my friend who had all the parakeets, yeah. That's literally all I remember about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, that, no, that was my. character got stoned. That's all I remember. <laughs> yeah. You're, the character got what? They got stoned in the Feywild. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant stoned like, like. <laughs> no! Oh, no, no, no. Like, I have been. Like, listen, no. I've been watching this show with the kids that I babysit on Tuesdays. It's called Superbook. These two kids go back and they relive Bible adventures. I got to watch an animated version of a stoning. Oh my god! <laughs> he uh, okay. died on screen. Just it was horrible. Oh my god. I mean, okay, nice. I've, t- I've talked before about how I think that cartoons are, like, I like the old kind of dark cartoons by, like, Don Bluth and stuff. That's a little too dark. That's taking it a little too <laughs> far. <laughs> This is a new 3D animated feature. What the Vegetales, Vegetales. This is for kids. Y'all just go look up Superbook. It's got oh my it's God. historically accurate and stuff like that with like the character designs and jazz and like all the biblical stuff. I'm terrified. But oh my word. I'm like, okay, the oldest kid in here is 11. The youngest kid in here is one. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All well, right, let's watch a guy get stoned. My god. When you said Pyra got stoned, I immediately went, oh no. That's a horrible <laughs> way to tell <die." laughs> No. Like, no. She got high. Because I need the image of, like, I need. Like the really weird mid two like early two thousands three D. Oh God, be no! Because I need it to be in like black and white with mm, what you say played over it. Oh God, <laughs> be why? Anyways, Good gosh, I don't even. I forget what the question even was. Least favorite uh, episode. Least favorite or character. Episode. Okay. Least favorite episode. Yeah. Oh, is it my turn? If you want to answer, you can forego it. Okay. Okay. Um I don't know. It's so weird. There there aren't really any characters that I've just like not liked. I think, I think episode is where we're at. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. we're asking episode questions. Okay, sorry. I got confused. So, um I don't know. I've 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 listened to all of the episodes a whole bunch of times. I guess, um, like, episode eight, I think, is just, I, I like 
parts of it, but it's not I don't super... remember episode eight. Is that hidden? Yeah, like that's like no. No, episode eight is the one where Caleb got poisoned. Episode eight is the one where we revealed Ace. I'm just gonna go the... look in the podcast set. Yeah, and, and like that like that, that part was cool. The part where he revealed Ace was pretty cool. But I don't know. Like I just yeah. feel like people I feel like people just don't remember anything else that happened in that episode. Was that See, the one I with think... the uh that was the one with Lee when she was Rue. That was her second time as Rue. And Leah's Rue was amazing. I love Yeah. I just, for whatever reason, that particular I think episode, I feel like people eight. just don't Hater remember. Delilah was episode five, so I don't know what yeah. I was thinking. I think, yeah. I think seven and eight fuller for people, and I think that's the thing. Mm, yeah. Because seven and eight take place over, like, the same evening, so I think they just kind okay. of for people. Episode, yeah, episode eight. That was when... I first got sorry. First got the voice in her head. Seven was when mm-hmm. we got the voice Seven. in her head. See what I mean? That's just what the caption yeah. says. Yeah, yeah. No. Seven. The, the the thing was, I didn't want to spoil Invo during Seven's mm-hmm. attacks, so mm-hmm. I waited. But no, yeah, I think it's just because Seven and Eight were. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't, I don't want to put anyone on blast. I yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm just gonna say I don't want to put anyone on blast and leave it there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> because I there's an episode that I think is pretty okay, but like I kind of wish we did more with. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I don't want I don't want to put anyone on blast, but I I just wish we had had more time with Desperate Times Call for Divine Measures because the Isles are an interesting locale, mm-hmm. and I just wish we had more time to do things in it. I, guess. Yeah. I, I yeah, I agree with that. That episode was was pretty short, and I feel the same way. Like it seemed like a super super interesting storyline and a really cool location. And I guess my only thing with that is just that I wish that we had done a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, Besh was there. Everyone forgets Besh was a guest star during that. Episode. Oh yeah, Besh was oh, pretty weird. Cool. I didn't. I didn't even remember that. No. Yeah, I think I think that episode would have served with a longer runtime. Mm-hmm. And like, I think more, I think just more interaction in general would have been nice. That's yeah, I think that the thing was that that's, that's, that you could tell that Pixie worked really hard because that story was that, that episode was so like plot heavy. Like there was so mm-hmm. much, there was so much backstory. And I think that that was, that that was part of it was that there was just a lot of exposition to get through. And I think mm-hmm. that if the episode had been a bit longer, we could have gotten through that exposition and then like, done things but i definitely would like to play another episode uh to play another game in that location because it is an interesting interesting story yeah uh so moving on um i think i'm gonna take a break from questions for a little bit if that's all right so Mm -hmm. we'll come back to the others we haven't answered but we've answered a good number and mm-hmm. I'd like to throw you guys a couple interesting statistics and some announcements. That's cool. Alrighty. So this is a okay. bit more freeform. You guys mm-hmm. feel free to react to these how you want. So Podbean has a lovely like database of information about your show and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went through that, harvested a ton of that information, and I have it here for you tonight. <clears throat> Alrighty. Ooh. So Ooh. I'm going to start with the last 30-day information, and then during our next interruption, I'll do of-all-time information, okay? Okay, okay, cool. So, as of 11-13-19, the day of recording, 
uh, we have 3,806 total downloads. Are you serious? That's almost 3,800. Oh my god, the last, okay, the last time that I checked, it was 3,500, and that was like a week ago. (laughs) So last time I heard about it, it was 3,100, and I was like, whoa, stop. So, oh um, my god, that's crazy. That's almost 4,000 people. Oh, that's crazy to think about. So that's within the last scary. Days, within the last thirty days, uh, we have the top ten episodes from the last thirty days. I wanna, I wanna just throw it out there. Take a guess which episode is the most listened to the last month. <laughs> just guess. Just a little guess. Just take a guess. Mm. Probably reignited. I would think. Any differing opinions? In the last month, Ooh. yeah. What came out a month ago? Uh. To give you some context, the last month's release-wise would be... Because remember, it's every episode is counted. It's, if it's listened to in the month span, it's there. So it doesn't have to be... So like month. October to now? Uh, literally, every episode is up for grabs, but you'd have, it's safe to assume October till now. So that would be Shadow of the Raven, uh, the Eldraine two-parter, Fallfin and Frogs. Fallfin <clears throat> and Frogs is great. Re- reignited skylights and the Ronin and Rin interlude. I'm gonna say maybe Fallfin and Frogs. It's it a new character. It's a new character introduction. So I was. It it is reignited actually. <clears throat> oh wow! Yeah, reignited yeah. is the most listened to. Uh, followed yeah. by followed by yeah. hilariously enough, the cat, the detective, and the tiny guitar. <laughs> yes! I love that episode so much, though. Like, it's such a good episode. I know it's not part of the main podcast. Well, it is B and B made it now, which was killed me. I died. But <laughs> um, <thanks>, senior, <laughs> the linchpin you didn't know you gave me. I didn't. But, I didn't mean to. <laughs> um. But yeah, that episode was so fun. I loved. I loved that episode, and I loved that game, and it was really Those fun. characters are good. Um, yeah. So I have the top ten, and I'll read you to the rest. Number three is Home Sweet Home, the Finley interlude. Uh, that episode was so good. That was I just, loved that episode. That was, that was really good. Uh, number four was Change of Heart, the second part of Throne of Eldraine, which was, I think, one of the most musically heavy episodes, which is interesting that it's in the top five, because... To me, that's just like, hey, idiot, do more music. Um, <laughs> number five is Into the Wilds, the first part of Eldraine. Number six is Skylights, which is fair because it had only come out like a week ago. Mm-hmm. So like, obviously, you know. Yeah. So obviously it's not going to be around. It's not going to be as grossly high mm-hmm. as the ones that are like from mm-hmm. earlier in the month. Uh, Falfin and Frogs lands at number seven. Um Number eight is hilarious. Snowballs on Parade is still number eight in our most recent in the month. What? Our, our first episode is number eight most listened to this month. I love that. <laughs> That's cool. Well, I think because a lot of people... Well, because I, I think that makes sense, though, because a lot of people are, are like, starting... Right. Yeah, are, like, yeah. still joining and in, in starting the podcast, and, like, you... Yeah, you logically started episode one, so that... That makes mm-hmm. sense. Uh, number nine is Shadow of the Raven. Uh, cool. Number ten is the Rowan and Rin interlude, which came out like two days before I checked. So, Fair yeah, so that's pretty high actually. For yeah, yeah. 
for all mm-hmm. of our two days old. Everything. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So in the 30 day list, uh, Spotify, iTunes, Cas, I'll kind of drop that one. That's not important. Um, in the US, our country wise, USA is in first place, UK is in second, Vietnam is third place. Oh, Vietnam. Is That's so interesting. Portugal is fourth, Canada's fifth, New Zealand's sixth, seventh is the Philippines, eighth is Germany, ninth is Spain, ten is the Virgin Islands. <clears throat> Where? That is so Where interesting. Where are these people? V- v- wait, Vietnam is third after yep. the UK? This, this month, yeah. This month, okay. That I'll is so interesting. Huh. Uh, so... Um, I'm gonna take this opportunity to also. Do we have anyone on the server who's from Vietnam? I don't know. Uh, I'm also people from Vietnam, down. like, join the server. We want to know get who you are. Yeah, is... get, get out yeah. of here. We, we need to know. Um, so, <clears throat> promo time. Our first promo of the night is for Found Familiar Coffee. Oh boy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> our it's first sponsor. Not... Uh, mm-hmm. If you check out on Found Familiar with code Timshel, all caps, uh, you'll get ten percent off and will be supported through their affiliate program. Woo! <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, they're super cool, super nice of them to do that for us. We love them to death. I might order some soon. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't I even like coffee, and I'm gonna time. order some. I have one. <laughs> they have mugs and stuff too, mugs and, and T-shirts shirts and all that Ooh. fun stuff. Okay. I think they have some tea too. <clears throat> oh anyway. my gosh. If they have tea, then for sure. Uh I'm going I'm gonna just get coffee. Yeah. Going back to a few questions. Uh is choosing a name as diff as daunting as it seems? Yes. Yes. Name for the podcast? Yeah, yeah, it's hard. And like name for oh. our characters. Yeah, what do they mean? It, name for character yes. or for the podcast? Yes. Both? Okay. Then um yes. The answer is yes. Oh, man. So, I didn't even come up with a name for Sari. I, like, flipped through the D&D book, and it was like, oh, you could use Sariana. And I'm like, that's lame. Her full name did it. It'd be called Sari. Yeah, B and I were absolutely, we were, like, shooting names at each other for probably a good 40 minutes before we settled, we settled on Finley. Yeah. I remember that. I, yeah. See, my my issue is, like, coming up with a first name for a character is normally not that hard for me. But no, I really, but I really, really struggle with last names. I don't know why. I just, I can't come up with last names for characters. I think because a lot of, the, like, the last names in D&D are really silly, you know? Like, no like, names in D&D are silly. You get, like, you know, um, like... Hildar Winterfang or like whatever and I'm like that sounds like a warrior cat I don't know if I want to name I love that <laughs> I don't know if I want to name my character like a, like a warrior cat so like so Shay like, what have you done so I've just always struggled with giving my characters last names in D&D like Rowan does not have a last name still and I feel so bad because Rowan's family is like a really important part of the character and I'm like she needs to have a family name, like. Warrior cat one shot. Who will please kill? Oh my god! Oh my god! You're no. saying this, but I was in the warrior cat club. 
in my homeschool group. Fantastic. No shame. No shame. All my friends. I never got invited to hang out. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Oh. It was a fun, <laughs> fun thing we did that I never got to play. We we role played cats. I'm not okay, not gonna lie. I never actually read the books, but my friends and I did that too when I was in elementary school. Absolutely. Not gonna lie, yeah. Not, uh, not same. Cats. Same. Anyway. Everyone role played cats. What's wrong with all of our childhoods? <laughs> no, it wasn't cats for me, but it, I'm not gonna. Anyway, B. I'm shutting up. Any so you don't get a. You're not allowed to. No, no, it's okay. <laughs> I'm gonna have the paper. Uh, most rewarding experience. Nah, I'm gonna actually say because I think that's a nice one. For me. Uh, plans for arc four in terms of guest stars, new characters, and one shot. So, so one shots maybe, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say a thing that's a bit controversial. We have a lot of guests. We love all of them, and I would, I would, I'm gonna put my foot down here. I'm gonna say, well, I'm okay with like maybe one or two new faces as we head to the end. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would very much like to focus on returning guest stars. Yeah. As opposed to introducing me. that that's my that's that's gonna be my official stance. These stance on guest stars in Arc Four. Yeah. I'd like, to, I'd like to do I'd like to have like two you know? Mm-hmm. Like one or two. And instead of that focusing on closing out some characters who are dearly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a so, really good idea. Because I've I've thought about that as well. Like we introduced so many new characters, and it's been amazing, and I, I love that. Um, I think it's great just getting to meet a bunch of, uh, a bunch of new people. You know? I mean, we'll talk about this more when we get to campaign two, but there's a hilarious trend with us. Oh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I've just, like, with introducing new characters, you get people who are then interested in knowing that character's story. And if you just keep introducing more and more new characters, you never really get to learn that much about them Mm -hmm. you know um so i think it's a good idea as like as we're wrapping up we'll start to really get to know some of these characters that we've already introduced because i love all of these characters very much and would would like to know about them and i think there's a few that already feel have like they have a satisfying amount Mm -hmm. of information Uh, Mm -hmm. off the top of my head i feel like abix and jatai have like a satisfying amount of runtime you know Mm -hmm. yeah but there's others like I'm I'm gonna just be blunt, my man. I need more Nath. I need more Nath content. <clears throat> oh yeah. Nath. Same. Yep. And like the other characters I think I like I love them, but I'm okay if, if Arc Three was their heyday. I think the face cards are out of place now when I'm comfortable with their mm-hmm. storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh especially after the one on one with Rin being part of that. I think I'm comfortable with they- Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, I guess I could see, like, I mean, if it's ever plot relevant for me to play any of those characters again, like, I would be happy to. I love those characters, but I also understand that this, like, Arc 4 is focusing on, like, our cast, you know? So Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I feel like Maybe Silo if there's some, like, big, big fight or something, they can join it, but other than that, was a big we're good. Deal. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, but yeah, there's a couple of characters. Uh, Nath, Rue. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to see Angel one more time. Mm-hmm. Angel, Angel is yeah. Angel is cute. Uh, controversial opinion, probably, probably not. But I'd like to see what happened to Galdrea and Jitter. Their story ended. Yes, please. Interesting. Oh my gosh, yes, I love I them just so need much. Them just for my soul. They're, mm-hmm. they're such good. We'll we'll get there. We'll talk about the guest stars a bit more in a minute. God, I need to keep on track. I know. Um, just in one episode. In one episode, Galdrea and Jitter became, like, favorite NPCs. Or, actually, they were, well... Favorite guest eh. star and NPC. Yeah, gig guest star and NPC, yeah. So, there's a few more questions that I'm gonna hold off on, because they feel good for them. Uh, so, I'll jump to these. Um, we, had, we actually answered these on Instagram a bit, so there was some about, like, how much table chatter is cut. It isn't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All our we... table talk is after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Production process and how long does it take? Uh, we record it, and whenever I find free time in the week, I'll edit it, and it's usually I can usually get it done in a week. Mm-hmm. But I like I like having a backlog, comforting. Um, mm-hmm. uh, do we have any upgrades you want in gear? Yes. Love mm-hmm. to do some upgrades. Um, how do we secure by make Lay hands on music and audio stuff. The free music archives exist and are there for you. They're good. Mm-hmm. The sheer yeah. amount of like free music this podcast has used that is just so good. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like, yeah, I'm gonna point out a specific. I'm gonna make a call out post to our, the song we used during Eldraine, and then I brought back during the final fight. <clears throat> you mm-hmm. may have noticed I brought the instrumental in during Finley's kill. Of the space. yeah, fucking that. That was cool. That's a free. That's free to you. Well, no more is fucking. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, I will say, Brandon Amen in our most recent uh, full cast that made our main theme for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But besides Which is that, amazing. Been, yep. Besides that, it's all been free music and free sound. Yeah, although something that's kind of cool, though, about um, Brandon and the theme song is that uh, I, I helped him with the theme song, and we went through, like, a bunch of different versions of it, um, but I kept all of the, like, rough drafts, because all of them were really, really good, and uh, we've used them in different parts of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, those are all, like, production-based questions. Uh... Heather, we'll get to you in a moment, Heather, uh, asks what your favorite race class combo is that you have not played. Ooh. Mm. That's a hard question to answer. Because, like, I, yeah. I love different things. Like, things that would be unexpected. Expected. Yes, I love mm. I love the mm-hmm. wild idea, like mm-hmm. a Firbolg warlock or sorcerer. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. I found my I just need... I found my campaign three character now. Yeah, I, I just need <laughs> more I'm just gonna write that down. After Kaz graduation, I just realized I need more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> for, for don't don't spoil cute. that. I won't. I won't. But Firbolg's I will say, 
Football football going like a Genasi would be Genasi. something I want to be play. Uh, yeah, right. Fucking Genasi and Furbold, I feel like get glossed over all the time. And they're then good. Every time someone makes a Genasi or a Furbold, everyone adores. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, true. Daythorn. Yeah, I was. I was gonna. I was gonna start with graduation again, but fuck yes. Don't yeah. say it. I don't, I don't know. It's spoilers. I won't. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Daythorn's great. We need more Genasi. Mm-hmm. High key opinion. We need more like fun inter, inter uh, racial stuff. I, I love I love the home like stuff. Mm-hmm. Like like tiefling tiefling elves. Give me that shit. Yeah. Tief, give to me. Like, I want to I see, like, cool br- half-breed characters, like, oh, like, you're half-tiefling and half-dragonborn. Yes! Tiefling and elf. Like, Show me what that stuff. looks like. Give me that shit. Uh, Wait, this is not just Rose and Ebony's child. I realized that after I said that. <laughs> um, oh, no, it's just a ship child of my NPCs. Uh, <laughs> so I have... Six questions that I'm not going to answer. They're they're for you because I made them. A uh, character moment you didn't see coming. Sorry, becoming a bard, and us re- and us bringing back Anna and all crying. Yeah, good. Cat uh, character moment you never saw. Oh boy. Um. Play that Persona Five music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oof. I'd say the most unexpected. There's been a few. Because, like, I'm just sort of going, I'm just throwing my punches. Um, I think probably the biggest one um, was how she um how she transitions from like, a sl- basically how how uh, she transitioned from like this absolutely like brick to a slightly less uh, hard brick. <laughs> <laughs> like the, I think it's probably the way that she interacts with Caleb is probably what came to surprise me the most. Um, just because there were so many different ways that it could have gone. And, um, I don't know. I feel like Finley, as a character, is just a, a constant surprise to me. Especially with Ambrose. Ambrose keeps Button keeps Ambrose. character uh, moments absolutely, like, on its toes, and I love it. I love Ambrose. <laughs> I love Ambrose so much. He's great. Uh, Shay? Character moment. character moment that you never saw coming? Um... Gosh, it's see, it's hard because I've I feel like I've played Rowan for such a long time. Um, but there has to be a lot. I guess I guess Rowan beating the the um Frostwolf. I Rowan was so squishy. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting her to get that kill. Especially because it seemed like well, Beast told me this. Sorry was supposed to. Sorry, sorry was the one who killed it. But then because um, B was like, 
I just think that like storytelling wise it it feels more fitting that Rowan would get this kill so yeah that was that was definitely a big surprise to me when that happened um but that was really cool and one of my favorite moments hmm because that I mean because that like changed her character a lot she went from being this like really really scared person to like pretty confident in herself like oh my god maybe i can do this maybe i can be an adventurer you know that that was really the like that was really the turning point for rowan's character was realizing like just how powerful she could be if she was able to conquer some of her fears yeah good love those um mm -hmm. Anymore. What about what about Caleb or one of the other characters for you? Uh, I made these for you, so I'm gonna keep it. Oh, uh, favorite song that we use. This because this is a pretty quick. Just a favorite song, and I, you could say the main theme. I know everyone's gonna say it, now, but yeah. Mm. Anytime. Like music that sorry does around sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm self-centered. Mm. <laughs> Although the the fireplace song is really good. That's such a sweet mm -hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that one's good. Uh cat, favorite song that we've used. Uh I have uh a few I I guess I got a few, but like uh one of them it's not a song, it's a noise. The uh the, the the super fucked up dragon noise um that yeah. one was yeah. wild uh, oh yeah also probably the full like the full lineup in perchance to dream was absolutely wonderful like the mm. use it was it was so poetically timed like everything was just so good there oh yeah 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 okay i want to talk about that for a second that the song that you used um well, actually both songs lined up perfectly with what was happening in the game and that was so cool um but yeah the first song that you used the the kind of creepy piano one it's there were three there was tall man liar and during the battle theme it was mirror twilight by sushi mm. okay well, the the one the one that was played during the Malsum speech that was live. okay. Um, yeah, just that song hit all of the emotional points perfectly. Like, um, there's this one particular moment where the song there's a little bit of a of a shift from like creepy to very kind of soft and pretty, and it's the point where. Uh, the Malsum makes Anna appear again. And all of a sudden, that song goes from being this, like, spooky, creepy, ominous song to this, like, really sad, touching moment. And it's so good. And then when it, like, the last little bit with the, um, uh, a, is it a, a prince, a dragon, and a war? What's the order that of was that it. line? That was it. Yeah. A prince, a dragon, and a war. And that last little bit, it's, oh, 
Every time. So good. I love that part so much. I love that song too. Uh, Lucas Kang does really good creepy music. Um, I, my favorite, I, I'm gonna sing its praises a third time, baby. I loved opening the second part of Eldraine with the lyrical version of Rule because we've never had a song with lyrics, and I think we threw everyone fucking loop. Mm. Uh, True. That song just gets me hyped. Mm. Uh, That and I'm gonna say the first time I used a different end theme that wasn't like in our library was during uh, was during Camera Shy Angels episode, Mm. which was uh, Electric Cabello by uh, what's his name? Um, What's his name? Oh wait, no, wasn't it the uh, Ravnica interlude? You're oh, right. The first, no, yeah. Right. You're right. You're right. For some, yeah, yeah. Ravnica was the is it theme is just so good. The is it yeah. theme, fucking. Mm-hmm. I, is it theme holds a special place in my heart. Electric Cabello's sick. Uh, mm-hmm. I love all the. I would. I really like the song that you played at the end of the most recent episode. The little guitar piece yeah. that plays as Caleb and Rin go off to have a conversation. It's. This song is so good. I want to find it and listen to the whole thing. Um, okay, so a scene you wished happened. Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. I'm just going to say I wish we finished Ravnica. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I wish we had gotten an actual scene of Sorry in the Blood Circus. We mm. might. We could. I mean, I'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna just yeah there's not really the last one I'll ask you guys is uh, what do you right now actually no that's stupid I'll ask that one later uh, I, I asked some I asked some pretty reachy questions mm-hmm. so anyway I'm gonna tour some more stats and stuff and breeze okay. through those because those get blown out pretty quick um, mm-hmm. Now these are stats of all time. These are now taking into account all of our existence. Um, no one cares about podcast carriers. Why did I write this? Uh, <laughs> state-wise, um, viewership of all time. Number one, rep in my home, Illinois. Number two, mm-hmm. California. Nice. Three, Michigan. Woo. Number four, New York. Ooh. Number five, Washington. Number six, Texas. Pennsylvania, Ohio, Oregon, Tennessee. Hmm. Uh, countries, top Iowa, top. come on. <laughs> All my cousins <laughs> live there. My uh, cousins are just slacking. Uh, <laughs> countries, top ten. We got the United States, the UK, Canada, Germany, Portugal, New Zealand, the Virgin Islands, South Africa, Iceland and Australia. Whoa, that's really cool. More so widespread. The server, please. Oh my uh, gosh, Iceland is freaking so pretty. And not gonna lie, a lot of my like, I just look up Icelandic words to name fantasy things off of because it's such a pretty language, and I just like how those words sound. So <laughs> that's really cool. Um, top 10 episodes per download. Uh, 
it's hilarious because it's just our earliest episodes, which makes a lot of sense because it's people starting up, you know. But of mm-hmm. all time, the top 10 most listened episodes, it's because people are constantly starting, obviously. The most yeah. listened episode is the first episode, then the mm-hmm. second episode, then the third episode, then then the Valentine's Day, then the fourth episode, then episode seven. Uh, episode seven did a bit of a jump. Uh, the birthday episode for Rowan is number seven. Uh, in eighth place, we have episode five. And ninth place we have Leona's one on one, and in tenth place we have our first session in Ravnica. Hmm. So yeah, I mean it makes sense that it's the early episodes, honestly, because those people are just constantly starting, you know. Yeah. Uh. So, I have a question for you guys. Do you hmm. remember what the first dice roll of the campaign was for? Yes, I do. What was it for? What was it for? It was for, it was for drunkenness. Yeah, it was for Talia getting crunk. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to uh, say, I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I also have a fun thing. I went back and listened to early and new episodes to get the first line of dialogue some of our favorite characters. Oh, Oh, so, no, I'm scared. Oh, I'm going to say a line of dialogue, and you have to guess which character... This was their first line. Oh, God. Oh, this uh, is fun. I'm excited. So the first line I'm going to play is, I'm getting crunk. <sighs> okay. Isn't that Talia? It's, fucking it's, obvious, Talia. it's yeah, obviously Talia. Talia. She's going crunk. But, but in fairness, that, that line is contestable because you could say that that was Megan saying that as a choice for Talia. If that's mm. your argument, Talia's first line was, <clears throat> come around these parts often, little lady. You want to talk about your problems? I'm here for you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was to Andre. That was to that's Andre. a really cute. That's a really cute first line. Uh, this character's first line was, "Do you want ice cream?" Is that Caleb, or is that? Oh, I know Rose. Who, is. who is it? That's that's Plink. It's Plink. Yeah. <clears throat> he said uh, that many words. He wrote it. Down. <laughs> he wrote it down. Uh. Whose first line was, come to my next concert? Shira? It, it's Shira. A lot of these <sighs> are pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I'm scared now. Uh, <laughs> then there is, uh, I'm the little one. I don't talk about my problems, especially to strangers, especially drunk ones. Is that Rowan? Nope. Really? Are you guys seriously stumped? No, I know, I know who, I know who it is. I just think it's funny that she thought it was Rowan. It's he did say little one. It says I'm the little one? Question mark. It's offended at that thing. Andre. Mm. It's Andre. Yeah. Oh. It was her first line of dialogue to tell you. I remember because it was really English, and I was like, "Whoa, I didn't expect Andre to be English." And then yeah. everyone else said, "Whoa, I didn't expect Andre to be English." Yeah. <laughs> so. um. Let's see. Whose first line of dialogue? Well, now we have to do it. It's for a guy's son. For a guy's son? It's a weird I I mean, it's a I know. I know who that is, but I'm not going to say it. No, you have to say it. You know. No. I'm not going to say it. 
it, no, it's I'm from, not gonna say it because I. <laughs> it, it it you're giving it away by not saying it. It's Rin. That was it's Rin. Dialogue back in Skyhorn Lighthouse. Yeah. Huh. Um, I would what not have gotten that. I thought Rin said other stuff before then. I'm confused. Rin, it was hard because a lot of Skyhorn stuff was Shay saying stuff that Rin would like put it as Rin would think or Rin would say and like didn't give actual dialogue so it was hard to pick like what, technically the first. Mm. Yeah. So No, that was not... that was that was the first thing he actually said, yeah. Yeah. So uh <laughs> whose first line of dialogue was... Did he say there was going to be no danger? Really? I got out of bed for Leona. <laughs> That's Leona. It's super Leona. Yep. I'm like, I'm like, oh, that that's so Leona. Okay. Uh, whose first line was? Oh, all right. This is your tree. I see. Find another one. Uh, Jatai. It's Jatai. It's Jatai. <laughs> He's the only line? one that would talk about trees. Whose first line was? <clears throat> Let's play a game. It's sure to be fun. You don't have a choice. There's nowhere to run. Oh, voice in my head. It's Invo. Yep. I didn't. I. I'm still worried about saying his name because Sorry has yeah. told me it will summon him. It's a mm-hmm. safe. We're in a safe place. Uh, although I Caleb, I feel like I was listening to. I was listening. House. I was listening to an episode recently. Actually, I think it might be Skylighting, where Caleb says his name by accident, and I was like, "Oh no, he summoned him." Oh yeah, <laughs> and maybe it has to be Sorry. Uh, I think uh, it probably does sense. have to be Sorry. Uh, okay, so that makes sense. Whose first line was, uh, well, my name is Sorry. Sorry, my name <laughs> is Sorry. My name, nope, I'm sorry. My name is Sorry. Sorry, I'm awkward. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, let me guess. No, I've got, I know who exactly said that. It was Basil, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good first line. <laughs> oh, my word. I can feel that it's like, it's like so, a tongue twister yeah it was hard to write um first line <laughs> i'm not sorry about that first line was oh good just just who i was hoping to see Caleb? yeah yeah that was Caleb's first line. yeah yeah oh that's actually really cute because that was directed um, towards us yeah oh um, First line from this character was, well, glad to see you made it. Hi. This is probably weird. Ooh. Mm, the hi, this is probably weird thing is throwing me off. Ooh. Was that Anna? That was Anna's first line of dialogue, baby. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. That was when she was talking to Andre in her head. Um. First line of dialogue, I'm going to put you so on blast. <clears throat> Prince Calum, I'm Lieutenant Finley. <laughs> he has a member of the Guard for many years. He's my honor to be assigned as a protector and bodyguard. <laughs> I wonder who that could be. I wonder who that could be. Is it Basil? <laughs> <laughs> um, and Rowan's first line of dialogue, how about that other we're having? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, that was her first line of dialogue. Oh my god. That's so, fantastic. Uh, let's see, what else do I have in my little bundle of tricks? Oh, I do have some. I have a list, a bestiary, a toe, 
of all. Oh my of god, our of stuff. all of our pets. Oh, I thought you were gonna say of all of our pets. No, he's <laughs> no, in bestiary. The pet that's, is a symbol. That's... Pets is a symbol. Pets is. Okay. I could do. I, let me see if I could do all your pets without having a list. It is Coco. Yep. Ernest mm-hmm. Cooper. Uh, Luna the cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, that's the name. I keep forgetting that. Filigree the Tressum, fucking Percy the Rat. Uh, <laughs> Rowan got two baby griffins and Eldraine. Mm-hmm. The Almirage, who's not technically Sari's pet, but it's one of the it, and, He lives there. Yeah, he lives there. Uh, I guess you could argue the giant bunny counts as the Caleb's pet. That's not Caleb's pet. (laughs) (laughs) If anything, it's Inelian and Roses. That's fair. It's their stand-in Caleb when he's off adventuring. Caleb has Ernest and Dinadan as pets. Dinadan. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, I actually think I hit everyone. No? No? Who am I forgetting? Mr. Fluffers. I said Mr. Oh, yeah. You're, I, said, I don't remember you saying that. I said Coco oh, okay. Fluffers. I said... Oh, okay. Oh, I said Ambrose count as a pet. <laughs> what? <laughs> Does Ambrose count as a pet? I'm yes. Of... Sure. Yeah, <laughs> Ambrose is weird. Anyway. Um, it's weird. <laughs> all of our guest stars in chronological order. Game time, baby. <gasps> and you can just voice reactions when you hear them. Sylvester, baby. Yay. Uh, Nath. I love mm-hmm. Nath. I, I miss Nath. <clears throat> Mikhail. Oh my god. Oh, Mikhail. Oh, Mikhail has a special place in my heart. Lilith. Oh, Lilith. Lilith. <laughs> Lilith is absolutely great. Kestrel. Oh, mm. no. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I forgot about all the people who were in. I forgot. I forgot about everyone who was in that the Valentine thing. And I remember what I did to Kestrel, and that is why I said, "Oh no." (laughs) Uh, I am sorry. It's it's fair. Everyone everyone knows you tie. Lena, Rue, Abix, Evander, uh, Jean. Fenril, Osa, Pyrrha. I need more Fenril and Osa. I love those pirate lads. Same. I just recently mm-hmm. listened to that episode. I they're so good. I want Hilgrind, Nick's dwarf boy, who um, I could never remember the name of. His name uh, is Hilgrind. I know that now. I'm sorry, Nick. Hilgrind was great. <laughs> Besh was a good. Besh was a good friend. Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Angels taggers on, which were Darian, Rin, Yahtzee. Uh, Valerian and Theo, Carl, Eloise, and Manoa. Mm, they were also good. <laughs> Marlo, Marlo, and Isabel. Are they guests or is it a guest thing? Yeah, I, is, I, are I, they I guests if one of them was me? <laughs> I put them in there because they don't have any other place to be talked about. Uh, One shot. Just Galdrea, free babies. Galdrea and Jitter. Mm-hmm. But Jitter's just you. It's still, Gal- I refuse to. I refuse to put Galdrea somewhere without writing Jitter immediately after. They're, they're that's adorable. Aww. Uh, and Amon. 
those are our current guests. So many. What about wow. what about um what about Evan as Rika? Oh yeah, Rin Rika and Mimi technically count. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, uh, well, I mean, I get well. Evan as Rika was really the only like actual guest, but yeah. yeah. And we've mentioned. Um, it was great. I need to invite Evan back as Rika, but oh my god, she drove yeah. me insane that episode. But it was there are so three good. Characters that aren't ours that we've mentioned. Uh, we've Earth mentioned Day. my best, one of my dear friend Mocha's uh, tiefling rogue named Pluto, who's in Andre's rogue crew. Uh, mm-hmm. We've mentioned Oro, the Furbolg, Graham's first D&D character in a campaign we played. I love him to pieces. And we've mentioned one of Lance's good boys, Carter. Those are the three characters we mentioned. Um, any overall thoughts on our lineup of guest friends? I, I'll, overall, I have nothing vibes for like 90 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I still say Galdrea and Jitter and like an, an Galdrea and Jitter means. They made mm-hmm. an episode of just them being cute. Yes. <laughs> them going on a date. Aww. That'd I like be that. so That's adorable. cute. Or like yeah. them trying to have a date and all of us getting <laughs> in the way. <laughs> all of us having an epic quest and they're just dragged along trying to enjoy their date. <laughs> I wanted to ask that though. Where, like, where are Galdrea and Jitter currently? Um, because the last they, we saw them, they like went off to another plane, but then Jitter came to and told everyone. Right. Yeah, well, but then Jitter came back. Time looks differently in other planes. Remember, your trip to Ravnica lasted only a few ticks of the Spring Festival. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So time variance is a thing. So they could have spent months in the in the Shadowfell. And have been mm. back in a few weeks if it took you guys like a few days in Ravnica and you made it back in like minutes. Mm-hmm. So currently, I assume they're back in Faerun. Um, okay, nice. Uh, so I have another announcement. We have another super cool group of people who want to use our podcast to to platform themselves. Uh, I want to talk about Geek and Barrett. They are a Etsy shop opening up for D and D and other cute craft content. And their their store is opening the sixteenth of November. And for seven days, starting on their opening, you can use the code in all lowercase D and D the Frostwalkers to get fifteen percent off. That's, That's really so cool. neat. They got a second sponsor. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. Bit of a limited time one, but there you go. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about some friends over on the D and D Advent Calendar, created Ooh, by the White. Uh huh. Um, this is started by our friends in Tabletop Crafter. The D and D Advent Calendar is basically twenty-five days of giveaways on Tabletop Crafter's Instagram page. This is the second year of it, and there will be at least 100 businesses taking part, each giving wow. away an amazing prize. There's everything from dice, metal, homemade, Kickstarters, and masters, dice bags, art commissions, minis, candles, bath products, sweets, jewelry, dice trays, dice boxes, a starter set of content. The list is huge. There will be four giveaways a day, and each will be open for just 24 hours, so make sure you're, not, you're following Tabletop Crafter to not miss out. It's all about spreading Christmas cheer in the community, giving back to the amazing followers, plus being able to support small indie businesses and increase awareness and visibility of these amazing creators who are working their butts off to follow their dreams. Hmm. 
So, I love that. That's awesome. So follow uh, Tabletop Crafter, and every day of December, you will have four chances to get some pretty cool D&D stuff. That's really awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so super cool of them to want us to talk about them. So. <clears throat> Uh, I think, I think statistic-wise, you've solved my stats. Oh, wait, (laughs) there's one more stat. There's one more stat. Okay. I took count of every class that every played character in our show has been. Oh, Oh, my boy. Wow. I thought thought you were going to say how many times sorry said uh, no, I'm sorry. That's an impossible task. No, but like, you <laughs> someone did it. I'm you sure someone's done it. Yeah, but like back in back in like August. the er- the earlier episodes when it was only 45, it's got to be over a hundred now. I was gonna say. Uh, I apologize no, I for at, you. I looked at each of our main characters' classes. I looked at all the guest stars' classes, and putting all those together, uh, I have a comprehensive common classes. Mm-hmm. Barbarian has only had one rep through Osa. Mm. Wow. We've only had Osa as our barbarian. With Bard, we've had seven. Nice. Uh, the Hallowed Hall, including such favorites as Shira, Sari, Isabel, uh, Angel. I'm not going to list all of them because we'll be here all night, but those are just some, some favorites off the top. Uh, mm. Cleric, we have only had. We've only had. We've only had one cleric rep. Um, huh. Yeah, we've only had one cleric in the show. And that was Darian during uh, during Camera Shy. Hmm. Uh, oh, is this just is this just player characters? Oh yeah, this is just characters that took part in a combat. That was that was the thing. If the character oh, okay, did a okay, combat. Yeah. No, this is oh, characters okay. who took part of a combat and used mm. their racial and class features. Mm, that okay. was my thing. Because uh, I did mark two clerics if you count an alien. But I, mm. this is, the criteria here is specifically if they've joined in a combat. Uh, mm, okay. There have been six druids uh, with Rowan, Janice, uh, Mikhail being some highlights. There were mm-hmm. eight fighters with uh, our friend uh, Finn and Andre being two Woo! popular fighters. I think Besh is in those ranks. We've only had two monks mm-hmm. between Sari and Abix. Uh, we've had three paladins between Sylvester, uh, Sylvester, and God, who's the second paladin? I know there was one. I'm stupid. I... Was Evander's it? a paladin. That's who it is. It's his god is himself. Oh my god. <laughs> I actually hate that. Um, he's so, yeah, he's so narcissistic that his god is himself. Oh, the, Jesus. The number of pallies, <laughs> he's Kanye West. The, <laughs> oh, number no. of, the number of pallies bump up to three if you count, uh, if you count Rowan Kenrith, because she did technically join a fight. Hmm. So, so that was a weird exception I had to make. Was the Kenrith twins technically helped you during your fights. Uh, so, so technically they are in the running. Uh, yeah. The Kenrith twins, breaking all of them. Uh, 
Rogues, we've had 13. Oh, wow. Holy oh, shit. Now, in fairness, this is because we had the face cards and Kalem technically dip into Rogue. Andre dips into Rogue. And some other notable Rogues include uh, Will Kenrith. Mm-hmm. Technically a, a Rogue. Uh, Galdrea is Fenro. Mm-hmm. We have had a lot of it doesn't yeah. Um, Ranger, we've had Corvin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah. I mean Ta- Talia, Talia, yeah. But oh my god, yeah, actually no, Talia counts. We've had two. Mm-hmm. Ro- we've had and two Shira would count as Bard, wouldn't she? Uh-huh. I think we said Shira. Did we? I, yeah, I didn't hear it. Yeah, Shira was a Bard. Okay, cool. Uh, let's see. Um, sorcerers, we've had four. Nice. Which includes such names as Marlo and uh, Louise was a was a sorcerer. Uh, Jean was a sorcerer. So yeah, we've had a couple yep. sorcerers. We've had yeah. two warlocks between Yautzin and Eamon. And we've Call. had four. And we've had Call. four. Oh yeah, and Finn. Mm. Finn likes three warlocks. I forget mm. that. I, it's hard to remember more. And uh, with wizard, you got four wizards. Nice. Yeah, so we've had we've had a lot of rogues. Yeah, <laughs> lots of rogues. <laughs> lots of rogues. Um, so I have just a few more questions. Then we're gonna get into the juicy stuff, <clears throat> the announce, the like the big announcements, the reasons you're all here. Uh, so my last couple questions. Um. Pixie asked what her favorite recap moment is, and I'm just going to say all of them, and that's cool with everybody. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there were so... there are a couple of jokes that made me laugh really hard, but I there's too many. I can't remember them specifically. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna start gearing these towards some more formulaic things we can converse about. Uh. So we got asked favorite episode in general. <sighs> Reignited. Mhm. Yeah, that one's that one's a good one. Yeah, everybody I, was crying. So that's I a good it. episode to be in. I also do like the the cat, the tiny guitar, and mm-hmm. yeah, that one's good. I'm gonna. Yeah. Also I can't think of the full name of that one. I've just I'm been calling also, it the Spooks Troop. I'm also <laughs> gonna be throwing some love episode this way. Episode four. Yeah, packed Yeah, yeah. yeah. Episode four. Yeah, yeah, those ones were really good. I'm gonna say Pack Tactics, Perchance to Dream, The Cat, the Detective, and the Tiny Guitar, and Reignited are some of my favorites. Mm. I would say all the same for me, and then also Sky, uh, uh, Skyhorn Lighthouse. Those were good, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That, one, that one was pretty quick. Uh, we have a lot of questions that basically say, <clears throat> oh, oh, wait, let me ask the really emotional one before I get into the, the, the dumb ones. Uh, oh. Your most rewarding experience, and uh, not dumb, just not dumb. They're not dumb at all. It's very, very like, of course we'll talk. Uh, yeah, like light- lighthearted. Yeah. Uh, the last most emotional one I'll get to. Most rewarding experience behind the mic. Hmm. Just the most rewarding moment. Most satisfying moment. 
getting Anna back. Mm, absolutely. Just, it worked. We were all crying. It was mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really special moment. Being able to hear, like, we all live in different states. So, like, you can't be there in the same room as the other person. But just to be in a phone call and hear just everyone sobbing was... <laughs> It sounds bad, but, like, <sighs> it was such a special moment to have all of us, like... There and together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you and could just, like, feel the one... emotion. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Just, like, in one moment, it showed just how much the story that we're telling affects all of us, you know? I'd agree to that full-heartedly. Yeah. I'm gonna say the moment, uh... A super rewarding moment for me was was that the first episode because I realized holy shit we did it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's hard to get those holy shit we did it moments, you know. Those are those are rare to come by in life. Mm -hmm. Chase more. They're really rewarding. <clears throat> oh, sorry, I just cleared my throat. Um, it's okay. I uh, I'd say the most rewarding would be the for me. Um, on the podcast would be the very end of Finley's first interlude because it ended off like very extremely well with the mm. exchange about her accepting to be called Finn mm. and um, it kind of after the interlude it's like yeah okay she's not like she's not like the center anymore she's starting to become a part of this part yeah. of the night council and that was very satisfying ex mm -hmm. uh, experience for me yeah oh um, that, that's sad that's emotionally satisfying yeah yeah um i would say for me uh anna coming back was definitely definitely a big moment um and so was getting the first episode out um there are there have been a couple of monologues that I've done for Rowan that I've been really proud of. Um, one of them was in Maelstrom when she write when she writes the uh, letter to her brother. That was that was a really nice moment for me because um, I just kind of thought about I have a brother who's going off to college next year, and mm. like I was already in college, you know, and out of state, and so I was thinking like. When I was coming up with that, I was like, what what advice would I give my brother going off to college? And it came out in that little monologue, and I really, really like that monologue. Um, so that was nice. Also, just like, I guess this is kind of a less emotional take on this question, but like, I've gotten to play a lot of different characters, and that's been really fun. So like, there have been some character voices that I've just really, really enjoyed doing. Like, um... Marlo was super, super fun to voice. Yeah, um, character voices are good. Yeah. Like so a, that was fun. Like a, like a particular gobshite we're getting soon in the series. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that in a second. <clears throat> so, the last couple questions are all the same. Any future plans you want to tell us? Any hints of Campaign 2? Tell us more about Campaign 2. Give us more. 
information. <laughs> Pour out your souls to us. Um, so I'm going to start with let us finish our campaign one, guys. <laughs> um, uh, we've talked a bit about my plans for uh, Arc 4 with um, planning guest spots and everything like that. I want to have an episode with Andre's Road Crew. Um, mm. t- some closing time for prior guests. That's super important to me. Uh, I eventually want to have a firm grasp on how many sessions we have left and have like a bit of a countdown. I think that'd be cool, but that that'll depend w- it'll it that'll come and go you know not sure mm-hmm. uh investigating and this the big focus on our four is going to be investigation and travel will be interesting um yeah. i made Anna's character sheet you know, Ooh. Yeah. i'll probably post that because I, I know people might want it and uh yeah. finally you bet your ass we're doing a finale party um, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, campaign one post arc content eyes emoji. <clears throat> so, I think this is something we all agree on. Is even though campaign one might come and go, we're not gonna we're not gonna give up on our characters. Like no, I don't know. If, I don't we know if, never leave them behind. No, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If, part of us now. Yeah, no. I think Cat would agree too. Yes. Yes. Uh, but yes. so I've I've taken the liberty to write a few things uh, that I want to see post campaign one, and I can't confirm nor deny these things eventually. But these are things I want to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Lance have been talking forever about doing twenty SA. This is my public call out post. Uh, I'd love mm-hmm. to do that post campaign one. I think that'd be Ooh. a really fun place to do a bit of a fun crossover genre. Uh, let's see. I have a thing working with a few other podcast friends, so those are still in the air and in the works. So let's see. Uh, those are all sort of post arc for content, though. Uh, written stories in the world. Uh, I I'm a writer by tra- I love writing, and I would love this campaign one is closed. To like write actual stories in the world of Timshul. I think that'd be really yeah. Timshul tales. Yeah. Uh, prequel maybe maybe some prequel stories set 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 during the Shadow War. I think that'd be interesting. That would be so cool. Um, I'd love to write those. Uh, future one shots. Uh, probably like the live shows from Taz, but they would unlike the Taz live shows. There would they still might not be, be live. live. Yeah, and there'd still be level progression, baby. Woo! Because I do, I do have this dream of doing a level twenty-one shot with our crew. Uh, which would be awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to do some guest one shots in the campaign one when it's over, because that then it becomes just a sandbox for us to play in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, other DMs DMing in the Tim Show that'd be super cool to see. Uh. Mm-hmm. Shadow War one shot is something I've been considering. Be fun. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I, I have a mighty need for some Steven Universe future style one shot. See the crew like some years after campaign one closes. I, I, I have a mighty need for that. I'd love to see. That. I don't know if anyone 
anyone would agree or disagree, but those are like those are the things in my head for post campaign one, some stuff I'd want to do with those characters still. Mm-hmm. There's also some cool stuff that we're already doing. Um, Kat is making a manuscript of like the whole podcast yeah, and she's, um, she's transcribing it. Yeah, and then, she's the and grand then, archivist. Oh, archivist. yeah, and that's that's amazing and awesome. And Kat, I will help you out whenever you want help with that because I did Thank the. You, um, yeah, you're welcome. I I did the Malsum seam already, and that was really I enjoyed doing that. So yeah, whenever you need help, I will absolutely do that. Um, and then I just like. I've done a bunch of art for this podcast, but a lot of it's just been sketches. So, like, I really want to do some actual, like, finished-looking art. And we've also, we have so many artists who um, are in our community, and there's been, like, this is not, like, a, this is gonna happen. But, like, people have talked about maybe doing some kind of, like, graphic novel or comic or something like that. And, like, we could totally do that with cat transcribing i don't know i would just like everyone else in the in b's writing and everyone else in the podcast can just combined art skills we could yeah like i think that could be so cool i there's no promises if this ever happens it's probably going to be like years and years from now but i really like that idea and i'm already doing like like actual nice finished character refs for everyone so. i i have a secret i've been that'll be a thing to look forward to yeah i have a secret i'm gonna pull out um so <clears throat> this is a bit of a call out post we love our characters so much that even podcast stops roll we just do character work time uh <laughs> over the summer and earlier parts of 2019 um in the 20-sided adventure server we took part in a super cool play, The Misfits of the Multiverse. And mm. and it was a super fun, super crack AU crossover sort of RP. It was super cool. Um, and I loved all the RPs we did. Such interesting character work we did, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I've been working on one-shots set in that universe. Ooh! Ooh! So, like, and that's a universe that takes full advantage of mechanics like being a planeswalker and and more MTG-style D&D, which is super interesting and unique, and I love it. And I don't know, dude, homebrewing custom planeswalking abilities for characters just sounds like such a fun challenge. I'd love to do that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I mean, I mean, the battle of Ravnica in the RP was such an intense thing. That oh play, yeah, that playing it out would just it it would be, it would be a fun evening. Oh, for sure, that'd be awesome. Getting um, to actually do some damage to Nickel would just be so. Mm-hmm. I actually I wanted to I wanted to ask you a question, B. I feel like MTG has just made its way so much into this podcast. Yeah. So like, like what? got you into mtg and what made you just decide like yeah this is just gonna be a part of this podcast now so uh the guild master's guide to ravnica did it that book that book sold me because it was a splat book for dean yeah 
but it was so like, hey, here's these ten unique factions in this world. Here's how they play off each other, <clears throat> and here's how your characters can deal with that, and how they can play along with that sort of setting. And here's new creatures that are custom to this world and make sense in the world. Here's new spells that make sense in the world, and new items, like just all these things that are just such stuff that I can't really like just logically have in Faerun, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I could bring some of the items and tech over, but it loses really cool context, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you could get like the the Is It League's like gauntlet for casting spells and you could just make some artificer build it, sure. But the context of it coming from like guild that focuses on experimentation and their leader is this powerful dragon, like the context of it is too cool to throw mm-hmm. away, you know mm-hmm. yeah and, and like like um i like i've never really played magic the gathering that's a thing that i might want to get into now that i know a lot more about it and it seems really cool but like i remember when i was talking about you know rin and his story with with uh with b and he was like okay but what about this and i was just like yes yes <laughs> that's so good and then, and then it got and then it got me super excited about MTG. Yeah, and then when Throne of Eldraine came out, I was like, a fairy tale setting, give it to me. Mm-hmm. Like I need this is just such a perfect thing for one shot, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we had this stuff with like we did the um, friends campaign, which is where like God, I love friends. Yeah, we haven't gotten very much <laughs> of characters campaign. Well, it was it was like a three shot. Yeah, yeah like start of um, baby. But campaign. yeah, yeah, we haven't had very many characters from that. Like, well, OK, we've had a couple of characters from that in the podcast, but only very briefly. So like um, Connie, Oshtai, uh, Ramsey was mentioned for like a brief period. Um, is there anyone that I'm missing? Mel. Mel. Yeah, absolutely. Mel. Yeah. And those char- those characters are all super super fun and You know what? I'm going to do it. So I'm yeah. Gonna the- I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to tell in this moment what my plans were for the continuation of the Ravnica interlude we had. <gasps> oh, oh shoot. He's dropping the the deets. Yeah, okay. So, here's the thing. Um I was kind of leading to this in the friends games too. Um mm-hmm. Mel as a character, is way more tragic than he appears. Uh, in the in the first time you meet him, there's that picture of him with this Fire Ganassi character, and that is Thorn, a AU version of Daythorn made by Abel or friends, uh, who's mm-hmm. a member of Bell. And in that, because because there's a it's a it's a cute AU ship between Caleb and Daythorn. I think it's a good cute AU ship. Um, mm-hmm. But we decided to play with it in Ravnica with these like inverted versions of our characters, you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then, so in the story proper, something happens to Thorn that I'm not gonna get super into detail with because it's complicated, you know. Mm-hmm. And Mel was gonna steal that stuff. Uh, it. That's super important, actually. The stuff you were stealing back from him, if you guys had investigated it once you got it, you would have realized it wasn't Izzet tech at all. It was stuff from the Golgari and the Orzov, 
which are the stuff that deal with undeath. Mm-hmm. And Mel was going to try and bring Thorn back to life. Oh. And that was some pretty heavy-handed foreshadowing of some, mm-hmm. of some stuff that happened later. <laughs> um, because Caleb also had to make that choice about going all in to rescue a friend, you know? Mm-hmm. And I thought it was super interesting to set up a parallel between Mel, who was willing to go to, like, dark extremes, like stealing from the Golgari of the Orzov, uh, and wonder if Caleb would be willing to cross that line. Or his mm. for his fire gal. Mm. So that was that's where that was going. Um and from there you would have basically had a super intense combat with forces from the Azorius, the Boros, the Bulgari, and the Orzov, which would have been solved by uh, Thorn's return because she was actually a planeswalker and not dead. And oh. her spark her spark ignition was made Mel think she had died because she disappeared. Uh, and that would have settled things. You guys would have had some time to chill and go back. Um, if that had continued, unfortunately, Leona and Aurelia's flirting would have ended in disaster because they would have been enemies in combat. Um, so I'm almost kind of glad for their sake that that didn't happen. And uh, mm-hmm. they would have come home and you would have basically made a friend in Mel and Thorn and you, this this is all stuff that I assume happened just off screen you know mm-hmm. and the reason the cult of Rakdos stole it was because undeath stuff is super useful to them because they use a lot of like skeletons and stuff in their shows so mm. it was just some mm. useful pack mm. yeah cool yeah so that was that was set up for Rakdos uh, so I think we have danced around the bush for way too long. The mm-hmm. bush? Yeah, there's a pretty big the elephant. Bush. There's a pretty big elephant in the room, and I think it's time we finally shoo it off. Mm-hmm. Shoo, shoo, so, uh, none of your dumbo. So, <laughs> so like. Like, what about campaign two, though? <laughs> what about it, B? What about it? I don't what know. About it. About it. Uh, you got. You got. That'd questions. be so mean if we just ended right here. Like we just turned the box <laughs> off. Roll credits, you baby. The last part. Roll credits. Any hits of campaign two? No. Yeah. Why? Why would we give give like little sneak peeks? To you, that would cool be again. <laughs> B, you should edit in like a fake out. Yeah, I should. Um, oh, you totally should. Okay, so I guess we can talk a little about it. You did just listen to us babble for a while, so I guess we gotta be nice to you. Only a little <laughs> bit. Only yeah, like a, a little, little bit. bit. Just like dip bit. your toe in the. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, um, just like two dip hours. Dip your toe in the. In the yeah. pool of this. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with a fact. In episode two, when Shay had her really sick voice, uh, Livy said, and I quote, You sound like you could play a seductive bard. <gasps> oh I my god! I said that on my word. No, I'm... Oh my god. 
Foreshadowing. Oh, that's especially, so funny. Especially because that was in episode two. That that's, is this freaky foreshadowing. That's yeah. so funny and weird. It's terrifying. We should make all of ours as vague as that. Oh, that's super funny. I don't know how seductive she is, though. No, just bard. It's the just fact really that weird. it was said bard in general. She is a goblin. I'll say that. So I don't know how seductive gonna, goblins like, are. It depends on the person. Uh, is, that's as much as I'm spoiling, is that she's a bard and she's a goblin. And that's it. So, the notes I have for campaign two uh, is that, A, I can't really talk much about it, uh, because I'm not the one who can. There's a lot of stuff I want to do to start campaign two all the way, like, you know, like a release party, new character bio, stuff you know? like that. Yeah. I am going to go out and here and say maybe a second crack at a at like an adventure bean style side game could be interesting. Oh yeah, do people know that I did that? I don't know. I did I, that. It was a side yeah. game. It's how I met these fine folk. Yeah. That I call my friends. Yeah. Oh. Uh, some promo material I think would be cool. I think we I think it'd be cool to do another one of these before campaign 2 starts. Mhm. Yeah. An actual yeah, episode. This has zero. been super fun. An actual episode time. Uh, I can't say much more, um, because I'm not the one who has the control of that floodgate. So, I'm just gonna toss the mic over here. To 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 who be the person? The person who has that power. Oh, I suppose that would be me. I suppose it would, future dungeon master. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> hello, hello. I'm Livy. In case you didn't know, if you didn't know, how? How? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> how? Go back to episode I've one. Listened, I've listened to the whole podcast, but I've exclusively tuned out sorry. <laughs> That's just yeah. And all the other times that Livy was the dungeon master. Yeah, exactly. And every episode that she was the dungeon master, I just skipped. <laughs> mean. Great. You're a mean person. I love that though. That's mean. funny. <laughs> then, um, boy, then boy are you gonna be disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so basically uh how much should I give away? That's up to you. I'm, I'm, ma- I'm mainly I'm mainly asking myself now. Uh, I'm DMing. We're getting it's the same cast uh, except for we got two new friends. Yes. Who you'll learn about them later. Everyone's I think, I think I think I think it'll be fun. I think it'll we be could, fun. I think it'll be fun to sow the seeds of Discord by saying, uh, "These are people who played with us before," and ending it. There. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. They've been we're in the sandbox before. That, and then we're mm-hmm. just, that's it. That's it. That's all we're giving them. And then, like, that's all we give you. And then we're just going to, like, scour through the city of guest stars and people. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Was it, was it, was it, was it Pira? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. I will say this. It was not. We forgot she was there. Maybe that was oh, a clever. No. We apparently forgot. 
about Pyrrha. I didn't. With how memorable she was, I didn't. Honestly, I'm one. I'm surprised I forgot anything. Anyway, um, anyway I'm confused. Oh, the podcast. Oh, by the way, both me players are just cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just me. Yeah, it's just cat <laughs> playing three characters. It's like a set of trip. It's a set of triplets that, that all talk at the same exact time. <laughs> Creepy. Oh man. Uh, okay, but I feel like we should actually tell people like some. No, okay. I'm, no. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll tell a little bit. Basically, it takes place in the city called Catopolis. It's the city is fantasy Venice. Wait, there's no ice? Fuck! I don't. I think I'm in the game. <laughs> no ice. It's summer and fun times, baby. Whoa! whoa this is a radical change. Yep. Holy shit, dog. It's not cold also, as balls anymore. <laughs> also, the entire town is shaped like the steering wheel of a pirate ship. So that I, I do love that detail. That's cool. I just I figured like I just wanted the logo of it to be cool. And I'm like, hey, why can't mm-hmm. I have the town be cool? The town is mm-hmm. cool now. Uh yeah. I'm DMing as you probably guessed, uh, B and Cat and Shay and Rev and every the other two people. They've got <laughs> really cool new characters that I'm really excited to DM for. I I've oh I'll I'll say this I've opened myself. I've like I've done the D, the player equivalent of drawing a target on my chest and looking at the DM and saying "Come at me" with my character. Yeah. You have, mm-hmm. and I appreciate it. Mhm. Mhm. Also, I will say without spoiling too much, B has made some very brave choices in his character and I love him. <laughs> I He's a really yeah. fun well, character. There there will be a whole character introduction bit. I don't want to spoil our characters now. I don't mm-hmm. either. I don't either. Uh mm-hmm. God, it's so it sucks because like there's stuff I want to say that I know we can't. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna try no and spoilers. Yeah, I'm gonna try and bite my tongue. But I will. We say... have not recorded an actual episode yet. Just want to make that clear. We've yeah, no, experimented. No. We... We've experimented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and honestly, that's because we want campaign one to not to not end in a rushed way. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna go out on and say that uh, if you follow us, like our social media stuff. And if you run our Discord, you might have a better hint of what we're talking about. Because, yeah. Because mm-hmm. art has been posted of some of our yeah, stuff. Art has been yeah. And yeah. Also, I'm just gone. Which I don't, I don't care that art has been posted, but because I, I, I was happy to see it. Thank you. I also want to say, do like drop campaign two as a topic. Uh, last thing is. It's amazing what happens um, when you when you take a risk because uh, we we did the small terrible dragon live stream and we met some cool people there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just gonna stop talking. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's where we got Galdrea. That is where we and- got. Damn it! No, Libby <laughs> and Jitter. 
and and what's his name? 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 There's literally no other character. It's literally just Aster. Aster was a fucking NPC. It's it's over. Jig is up. Oh, you've given it away. At least one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Between. Yeah. Nothing about the other character has been given up. Shush. Between the between the two characters that B played and the that was actually done by another human being. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. Real tough one. Thinking emoji. Thinking yeah, real, emoji. Real toughie. Real yep. toughie. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Good. I just, last episode, B and I said something about how we're really bad at keeping spoilers. and <laughs> There we go. This is there why I said not to give any info away. It's because we're going to end up giving all the info away. We can't keep I'm saying up. nothing. I won't say the name of the first arc that I haven't come up with yet. <laughs> I, won't say- <laughs> I won't say any names of NPCs that I haven't come up with yet. I, I just... I think it's just it's going to be a fun time. That's all It'll you need. Know. Yeah. And yep. you fig- and by process of elimination you figured out one of already. So unless unless you're like me who wasn't smart enough to make that assumption when I said it out loud. <laughs> then, except unlike you, except like you, you were called out by it by all of the media. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which so if, I think, if I, think I had just let that slide, maybe no one else would have noticed. Maybe, but I don't know. I think the jig is nah, up. Nah, our audience is too smart for that. Yeah, I think the yeah. jig's up. We, yeah. yeah. So I think with that said, I will just take a moment to say we love Heather very much. Galdrea was mm-hmm. a character. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was one of those things where it happened, left, and we were like, okay, but why should we give up person? <laughs> Yeah, and like when we played, we did. I will say we did play a test session with these characters. I think I think someone already said that. Um, I did, yeah. Yeah, we did play a test session with these characters, and all of them were great. And oh my god, Heather's character, I love her so much, and Heather's so good at playing her. And I think that's where we will cut that snake. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, everybody! This is just be cutting in for a moment here. Uh, when we ended uh, our, our tabletop session, we didn't have Rev with us, so I uh, took a select few of the questions, some of the best of the best, and I'm gonna single out Rev with them now. Woo! <laughs> so, um, hold on. Okay, so let me. I have the questions. I made a bad choice and marked marked them off as I read them, so I'm gonna have to read through pencil scratching. Um, I mean, okay, fair. <laughs> let's see. Uh, so starting off with pixies again. Uh, the first question was, "Is arc for the last arc?" And we responded, eh, "Kind of, yes, no." <laughs> it's the last arc of this campaign. Yeah. 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 Uh. Pixie recap campaign two, obviously. Uh, bagels around toast. Shut up. <laughs> um, we had the bagels around toast debate, and it was hell. Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they got worked up about it. Actually, they they were on fire with the fury of bread based product. I will um, do you the favor of not voicing my opinion on the matter. <laughs> thank you. 
Uh, any hints of campaign two? That was a Livy question. Length of art four? That was a me question. Guest in art four? That was a me question. Uh, will we see that as again? A me question. Uh, okay. Um, are we happy slash proud of the story we told? Are you shitting me? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Like we wouldn't be here if we weren't. Exactly. Oh man. Okay. For me personally, like at the beginning, there were several occasions where it felt like just too much and i'm just like no i can't do this anymore and every time i failed because the story itself i was having so much fun like being part of creating and stuff so that's why andre's kind of like missing in a lot of the earlier episodes but i couldn't i couldn't turn my back on it i couldn't like i love these characters i love this story it's just Ah, I love it, yes. <laughs> and now we're finally, like, almost done with it, with this bizarro. It's crazy. How is... Ugh, my goodness. It's been um, a year, that's for sure. It's been a sure. heck of a year. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, God. Why did I do this to myself? Uh, <laughs> ah, least favorite episode or scene is one of them. So, least favorite. That's an, I, I thought that was an interesting one. Because we always talk mm. about the stuff we like. So, I'm interested to yeah. hear what stuff, like didn't work you know least favorite least favorite um and like i set this up with like if it's an episode i was part of or ran i don't care dude like it's been a year (laughs) (laughs) yeah um i'm trying to think like was there an episode i didn't like some of the answers were episode three felt cluttered um which was a fair point um Mm, yeah uh episode eight kind of blended in with seven um and we talked about how the one shot pixie ran we just wish we had more time because there was a cool setting there but we just didn't get a chance to explore it much yeah fair i yeah i kind of agree with all those points like yeah yeah, and I don't the know thing if is, those I have were a lot of early episodes. Yeah. yeah, those were a like lot we, of early episodes, too. Yeah, we definitely um, <laughs> evened out and, like, got better with time as we, like, got familiar with both the tech we were working with and everything else. <laughs> and just D&D in general. Like, for a yeah. lot of people, this was their first campaign, so a lot of the yeah. early episodes, a lot of the early episodes feel like there's a lot of questions about what works, what doesn't. We have, I think by arc, I feel like by midway through arc two, we kind of found our sound, you know? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Because I think the only people at the beginning who had any experience with D&D at all were you and Graham. And I... Th- and that wasn't much. <laughs> that wasn't much. And then Shay had also played a campaign. Oh, but it was or part of popular. one. Yeah. Yeah. But the rest of us were just completely new. We we yeah. were just like completely new to this. I so think yeah. Libby is the one who has the most experience numerically. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which makes sense. It does. Right. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um Do you want to give any hints about campaign 2 from your perspective? Hmm. The only thing I'll say 
is my campaign two character is I'm pretty much going the opposite direction that I did with Andre. Like Andre was supposed to be the edgy standoffish one. Uh my my new character is not that. <laughs> Fair enough. That's that's definitely good. It's a good teaser. Um favorite moment besides the resurrection ritual. Of course that would be off limits. Um <laughs> That was that was Pixie's rules, not mine. Yeah. I'm just I don't shoot the messenger. Okay, all right. Okay, favorite scene. Okay, favorite scene besides the resurrection. Let me see. I think I'm gonna have to be a little bit selfish here. Check in, mate. Was all of check in, mate. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> really, really good. Like, it oh really, I thought it was a really. It was a really. Okay, so I think a little context needs to be given as to how that worked. Rather yeah. Other really well, like we've been friends for like five years. Yep. So like, check in mates started the night before we recorded because we just had a conversation about something, and it blurred into us like improv voice RPing at like stupid in the morning, and we were just like, "This was good. We need to take the." And then it just became check in mate. Yep. I think it, it's really, really fun role playing back and forth with with B because because we have known each other for like five years, almost six at this point. Yeah, we got to figure out so what date that was. But yeah. but it, there's like a level of trust that we have where like we know that we're not gonna do or say something that'll derail something or or like put us into more importantly put us into an uncomfortable position. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really important. And also, I want to point out, like, um, me and Shay had a conversation about this, like, shortly after it was recorded, but in Check and Mate, like, at the end, with, um, like, after Andre's, like, she's in her house with Caleb, and they're talking about Anna, and Andre just gets really choked up and is trying to say something to make Caleb feel better, but at the end of the day... She hasn't really learned how to deal with loss like that either. Like, she's still learning. So I think role-playing Andre, while she was trying so hard to figure out how to put her feelings into words, like, part of it was me, as Rev, not knowing what to say. But a lot of it, I... (sighs) It was just, I don't know. I got really, really, really into that moment. And that was like, I don't know. I liked it a lot. And if I you was count, like actually crying. <laughs> it was really good. And if you count uh, Best Served Cold as part of Arc 3, which I do, Andre yeah. is that head on with Aster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that so is she, true. So she does kind of come out of the start of Arc 3 with Check and Mate with like part of that part of that's being starting to be learned through that session yeah facing Aster again definitely mm, flipped some switches and changed some things (laughs) yeah go watch that stream it was so good yes please it's like it's basically an official part of arc 3 so much of that is important to the story and it wasn't supposed to be. And it's not important because of plot revelations. It's just important because of character moment, which is some of the best stuff. Heck, yes. Um, 
character you liked the least. Character you just most wanted to see die. Aww. <laughs> Is there just a character that existed that you just did not like? Um. You can say Nephis, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind seeing Nephis burn. <laughs> <laughs> that was but... a... That was a power move on my part, and I'm sorry. It, oh man, oh I hated you for that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> let me see. Characters, you know, I found it really hard to hate um, a lot of these characters. Like there were the the um. <laughs> What is the word? I literally, the 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 orchard owners in whichever episode that was. Oh yeah, they were like encroaching into the the frog people's land and stuff with like no remorse and like killing their babies and stuff. And I'm like, wow, you are the scum of the earth. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, oh, I forgot about them. Yeah, yeah. I do hate them. <laughs> I, yeah, I hate them. See, it's, it's funny because. I thought, when I went into this question, I thought people were going to go for some of the antagonists. Which, I mean, fair enough. But, like... But, with the, the thing are, about our are, antagonists... You are kind of like, supposed to hate them. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing about most of our antagonists is, like, we end up befriending most of them. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> and, I, like... It, in fairness, the one you haven't, and the one you guys at the time were just like, what a bitch... I was I was shocked at the lack of Oko call out. Because I don't okay, yeah, he was terrible. But like as a character, like I like interesting villains. So it's like I didn't hate Oko as much as I hated these these apple farmer people. That's fair. The <laughs> apple farmer people were just they were just shitty people. Yeah, they were just like awful. No redeeming qualities. <laughs> so, okay. That, that was one I completely forgot, but that's a good one. Um, oh my god, I crossed that one out. <laughs> uh, favorite episode so far? Favorite episode? Um, I have several, Everyone- is that Okay. <laughs> That is fine. I will let you know almost everyone immediately jumped on Reignited. Yeah, Reignited goes without saying. Um, Reignited was really good. Super emotional. I cried a lot. Um. (laughs) Even before the the ritual, I thought the emotion was on high. Yeah. And also, Jitter and Gal are great. Um. (laughs) Oh god, we sung their praises quite a bit during when the rest of us were there. Yeah. They were wonderful. Um, that that entire episode was definitely one of my favorites. Um, I'm also going to have to say check in mate. Obviously, that one was really um, good. I, as a DM, I will admit that was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, the sorry interlude. I can't remember what that one was called. That's uh, fair. You don't need to worry about it. Just okay. You don't need that to one. About it. Yeah, that one was good. I I. I love that. I was like, aw, my heart. Um, <laughs> and um, the LJ interlude. I also love that. 
that one was really fun. I think that one was the closest we came to a session that was just fun. Yeah, like, Eldraine was just, like, a blast. I loved that. (laughs) The villain was cool. The Kenrith twins are awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Let's see. Valhaven Studio, friend of ours from the... uh... Oh god, what's the name of the server? Uh, Tabletop Creatives. Uh, asked uh, any advice for new podcasters. Our advice was just go, just do it. Yeah, just try, see what happens. Uh, I'm gonna gonna pick only a few of these because a few of them were very like whole group based. You know. Yeah, that's fair. Uh. Okay, so here's like the three from Valhaven that work for individual person. Uh, thing you can't live without during recording. Um. Hmm. <laughs> That's a good question. Because I usually... I don't have much with me when I record. But I always have to have water because... That was it. Yep, that was the one. The yeah. one was water and tea. Those were the big ones. Water and tea, yeah. And I also usually have to have tissues nearby, not gonna lie. <laughs> Oof. Fair <laughs> enough. Um, let's see. Uh... Most rewarding... Uh, actually, I'll save that one for last, because it's. I think it's really good for a final question. Um, clip over here. A lot of this was production process stuff, so we pass over a lot of that. Oh, Heather's question. Uh, favorite race-class combo you have yet to play? I have yet to play? Mm-hmm. This is a race-class combo that you haven't played yet, but it looks super cool. Is on your shortlist for new character ideas. Hmm... Hmm. Let me think. Because, like, I we have... can cut with the pause if you need it. Okay. Um. Okay. 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 Tiefling, Draconic Sorcerer. Christoph Shendo. Hell yes. That just. That just sounds. Just like really cool and like fun to play, and the and I will say from the precedent we have because there's while we haven't seen them yet, Altrian is technically a Tief Draconic Sorcerer, and he already knows Mage Hand and his baby, baby. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's a combination know. that I've seen played several times, and I've been itching to play myself. <laughs> yeah. So what happened, so what you're saying is during the stream you played that game with Chainsaw and then you went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, geez, B, call me out, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, now I'm a little curious. Have you actually started listening to Awful Stupid? I, it's, it's on my list. It's on my list, but my list is so oh, long. Oh, it's on, like, I hear that. I, I officially gave up trying to catch up with campaign one, and I am starting fresh with two. Fair enough. That's probably what I'm going to end up doing. Yeah, I, I played Shane the, a few nights ago, I played a Peregrine's intro episode, and fuck. (laughs) Anyway, let's go listen to Lawful Stupid. It's good shit. Yeah. We love our friends over at Lawful Stupid. Yeah. And, like, 
I mean, Abix has shown up enough. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Tiefling Draconic Sorcerer. That's a really good one. Um, I had a few questions actually prepped. Uh, All right. You did. So you could ask me some if you have any, but I, here are mine. And I ended up realizing mid-recording, God, I kind of hate some of mine. <laughs> so I mean, I remember, fair. I have to remember which ones I, I did not uh, use. Okay, yeah, I remember the ones I didn't like. Uh, so character moment that you did not see coming. And all the Persona mm. 5 jokes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, wonderful. Oh, that happened the whole time while we were answering that question. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> let me see. Character moment I didn't see coming. Honestly? It's kind of like an extended thing. It wasn't just a moment. It was like several moments over like several episodes. But the Fair. whole Anna and Andre's head thing. <laughs> yeah, like- that that came out of necessity because uh, Invo is in Sari's head and Finley yeah. has Amber, you know. Yeah, but and just... between you, between you and Rowan, Anna had way more like shared time with Andre, so it felt like the best fit. I feel that, yeah. And <laughs> my thing was like, yay, Anna made Percy into a familiar. Oh. Oh, she's using him to speak. Oh, okay. Okay. What? <laughs> and I'm just I, I like thought, I thought it was I thought it was a clever cheesing of the rules. <laughs> cheesing. Mouse. Ha ha. Ha ha. Anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, it was. I I I <laughs> cheesy jokes aside, frick. <laughs> Damn it. We're gonna die here. We're we're just gonna die. We're just gonna die. Um. Anyway, jokes aside, um, that was a very clever way to like keep Anna in communication with the party. I had fun with that for sure. Yeah, I definitely had fun with that. Um, let's see. Favorite song that we've used. Oh. <laughs> And you could you could you could say more than one. We ended up with like a top five at the end. Okay. Um, okay. So I the main I, theme goes without saying. I feel. Yeah, yeah, that goes without saying. Hmm. I okay. I'm trying to find the the title of it. But while I while I look for that, um, rule no rule no more in uh, Eldraine. I love that. I still listen to that. Like it's, it's on so like all my playlists. <laughs> it it re- it reprised during Skylights. Actually, I don't know if you caught it. Oh, I didn't. Hold on, and after it, yeah. <laughs> listen to that uh, again. It was just the instrument. It was it was played when Finn got the boss kill. Nice. Um, hold on. Where was it? Oh, okay. It was uh, Melody of My Dreams, that one royalty-free one that we used for, uh, you know, perchance. For honest scenes. Yeah. Honest scenes, yeah. And yeah. I'm like, uh, I love that. It's so no, pretty. <laughs> the other one I will personally 
rep till the day I die because I I still think it's really good. Uh, Shape pointed it out actually. All of the all of the creepy music from uh from Perchance to Dream was definitely yeah, that's true. That was just like a really good episode all around. Like in the music, in the music too. Yeah, I think my favorite episodes in the music department were the second part of Eldraine and um. Because the second part of Eldraine had a couple musical beats that I was really proud of. Yeah. And uh, Perchance to Dream, for sure. Those two are definitely the most. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, is there a choice your character made at some point that you kind of wish you knew the other way it could have gone? Hmm. Hmm. I huh. I don't know. That I feel a like tough Andre, one. I feel like Andre specifically is vaguely confident in most of the choices she makes. Yeah, that's like, true. Like a lot of Andre's choices are based on her story and background, so I feel like yeah. the other options are usually felt more out of character than like the other option. Yeah, because yeah, that's that's definitely true. She she doesn't make any decisions lightly, so I try not to make any decisions lightly as her. <laughs> yeah. So, like, there's always a lot of thought going into, like, every decision that she makes, so she doesn't really... She, um, she doesn't really look back at anything. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't really look back on it. That's fair. Um, and lastly, <laughs> a scene you wish we had seen. A scene that you wish had happened. Oh, hmm. It was during that time I dumped what would have happened on Ravnica if life didn't get in the way of that arc. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so sad we didn't get to see the end of Ravnica, but it's okay. Stuff happened. Um, We actually, uh, during Rin and Rowan's one we actually didn't get to see Smell and Thorn show up one more time, which yeah. <laughs> I love them. Um then we actually babbled about friends for a hot minute. <laughs> uh friends. We still we still have to we still have to do um Perrin and Ashtai's wedding yes. session. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh yes. Um but yes, friends friends are the the friends are great. I love their sessions oh. are so chaotic, but God, can we tell that story? <laughs> but you I know what? Let's tell thing. that story. So there was, there's a session in in the friends campaign. Um, the third one we ever played together. Uh, friends three we went down in history. A, oh wow! <laughs> um, I don't think I've ever seen a session go up in flames so fast. And yep. It was, and it was so spectacular that it, we just kept playing in the, in the fire, and it was great. <laughs> I'll just say this. Um, this is why you don't have an Orzhov character ever. <laughs> is what yeah, happened no. in Friends 3. Th- this, this is what happened. And also, it was the first time Nick played with this guard. Yeah, yep. What a great impression we left. <laughs> oh, yeah. Osh, like, broke down. Osh, she did! Down. 
My poor, poor baby. <laughs> it sounds like something awful happened, but in all reality, it's just like it's so more it's much more comedic than what you're thinking. It was so it's... like out of game, it was the funniest shit. It was. It really, really was. Poor Ash just didn't know what to do with herself because everybody was was off doing what they were doing and she was just like (laughs) (laughs) pretty much it was a good i thought it was a fun game though it was it was super chaotic but it was fun it was one of those games where like you threw the rule book away 10 minutes in you just said let's just let's just play this out we didn't even make it 10 minutes with the rules (laughs) you're right we just had fun i think is the thing it was just yeah it was just fun Mm -hmm. (sighs) mm-hmm Yeah, it it, it is kind of hard to recover from a session like that, though, which is probably why we haven't done a Friends 4. <laughs> like, how do we follow that up? up? Yeah, how do we pick up pieces after that? <laughs> uh, man, I don't even remember how that ended, but we do have it recorded for ourselves, so I'll just listen no, to it again. for ourselves. <laughs> This is my official plug. It's on our Discord server. If you, there's a, we have the me six bot, and there's a particular command that if you find the command, it will link you to the audio for friends. So that yep. is my, that is my call out to the collective masses. Join the server, find the command, and enjoy what? two hours of utter bullshit. <laughs> <sighs> also, you'll learn more about the friends character. Yeah. Yeah, I, I do miss those characters a good deal, though. Mel is fun. Mel's a fun character. He Which is. is thing to say because he is literally just another version of Caleb. Is and isn't that it's so much at the same time that it's it, it's fun. Yep. Mel is pretty much his own character, though. Yeah, like his but... name might be Caleb spelled backwards, but he's his own. He's his own person. <laughs> yeah, a much shittier person, but yeah. 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 But oh well, we love him anyway. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, those were all my questions. Um, well, I came unprepared and don't have questions. So. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, oh, here, I have like the last couple. Uh, okay. Your most rewarding experience behind the mic from Valhaven Studio. Just the most rewarding experience you've had during a session. Or anything you're working with. Hmm. Honestly? I think the most rewarding part of all of this, for me, has been watching all of our characters go from what they were in the beginning like andre was andre <laughs> didn't trust anyone was megan called her sasuke Me- yeah yeah <laughs> that did said, happen megan called her sasuke that is where we started with andre. yep andre gave off major sasuke vibes <laughs> um... and, then, and then now she's now she's our our, our good friend yeah, good rogue friend. She gives hugs. <laughs> um, but also, not just Andre, but like 
Rowan at the beginning screamed at Andre for stabbing a kobold. <laughs> like yep. she she was very hmm. I'm not gonna say she was a scary cat, but she was very um She was a coward, we know this. Yeah. I'm sorry, Shay. <laughs> she w- she was Shay she was agreed. that. I feel like Shay would agree. I think that was the point. Yeah, I know, I know. And like seeing her grow into what she is uh, now at this point in the story, and like all the other characters too. Like, oh my gosh, Caleb! <laughs> Caleb has grown so much. United was definitely a, a moment to think about. Is like where is like listening to episode one, listening to Reignited. <laughs> It's like night and day for that character. Yeah. Like, even Sari, who, like, has always been the character who laughs and cartwheels everywhere, has seen, like, huge amounts of growth. Just, like, seeing her more serious side in Shadow of the Raven and stuff is like, ah! Yeah. I love you. (laughs) There's every character, even Finn, for her little amount of time we've had her, is just yeah. She's she's come out of her shell so much already, and she's cat, cat, cat. I just want to say I love you. <laughs> I love, I love Finn. I love Finn and Finn Ambrose too, even though he's the a brat. Existence. <laughs> yes, just I don't know. Just watching the cast and Caleb. And all the growth and stuff that they've made throughout the story has been, like, super fulfilling. And, yeah. Definitely. I also want to say, I think the only character who we haven't seen tons of growth yet from is Anna. And that makes a lot of sense. Because, you know, she was dead. (laughs) She only just came back. Right. She's She's starting her journey, which is an interesting place to set up finale is... Like, all yeah. of our characters are at a much better place, and you have Anna, who's just stuck. Yeah. I-, I like that. I like that a lot. I like that, too, because, like, all of our characters are now equipped to help her grow. Yeah. Because they have grown themselves. Yep. So I think it, 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 it pays off nicely. I agree. Um, something you wish someone told you about podcasting when you started. Like, if there was a person who, if they said it, you'd believe it and work with it 100% of the way, what is the one thing you wish you'd known? Um, God, I just bit back the urge to just go into who lives, who does, to just go into that bit. Washington. Oh, yeah. I, like, I, I had to actively. <laughs> You're valid, B. Um. One thing I wish I'd known. Oh man, now I want to do it. <laughs> Let me tell you what I wish I'd known when I was young. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to. I couldn't. Yo, it's fine. You're good. Okay. Um. So I think honestly, I would want. I would have wanted someone to at least give me a warning about scheduling hell. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that is a real thing. Like, goodness gracious. Like, I mean, 
common sense would say we're all like high school college age students right and we've managed to be pretty good for the most part yeah but just a lot of but there's been a lot of weeks where someone had to give up something (laughs) stay up late for for, to go smoothly and i mean yeah i think the unsung rule about it is like yeah, it sucks in the week when you do it, but you know it's okay because you know the next week someone else might have to do it. And, you know. Yeah, that's true. We've, like you said, we've done a pretty good job of working with that and yeah, and I getting think, stuff I think out the, on time. I think the mutual sacrifice of it is what makes it bearable, you know? Yeah, because like one week I might have to miss a session or leave early and then next week maybe Livy does or maybe Shay has to start late because she has homework like it's just real real stuff real shit real stuff yeah I think the closest we've ever came to a smooth like the smoothest we've ever done was the small terrible dragon Ball. yeah and I think then that was a miracle because they're god we were like how the hell are we gonna do this <laughs> yeah but I think part of it was like we had so much advance. Uh, yeah, like we knew about it so far in advance that we could make sure that we had absolutely nothing going on at that time. <laughs> right, for sure. Yeah. And that's just something we can't do with the podcast. We, yeah. We try to get like the day set up early in the week, you know? But stuff happens. Yeah, life just be that way. It's they also why we be like that. It's also why we. Because, oh, man, the weight off our shoulders. Yeah. 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 Um, so those are all personable ones. Uh, so we've been recording for, like, we started at 12 11, about half an hour. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, we can go for a little bit more, maybe, but this is going to be cut in, like, towards the end of the set of the thing. So, mm-hmm. I don't know how long we want it to be. So. How long did you guys go I think originally? About, it, it's, a, it's a longer one, for sure. It's definitely a longer one. But mm. in fairness, that does make sense, because we had a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, you, you don't go into, like, a arc-starting table talk session expecting 20 minutes of your time, you know? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> like, this, we, we are, that, that, it's a given this is going to be a longer session. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I will say, though, uh, a lot of the information that I gave during the recording, I'll give you as soon as we leave the bots, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, but I will say, if there's like, <clears throat> I don't know, because we don't get a chance to talk as us behind the, you know, beneath the mask too often. So if there's anything you want to like throw out there, just like questions, just wondering, or just stuff you thought was, you know? Mm. <laughs> Dang, now I feel put on the spot. No, it's okay. If you don't have anything, I think the thing I wish I had mentioned earlier was like a big thing for us is representation. Like that didn't that did not come up questions or anything like that. But I just I think it just felt like a right time to mention that like we're we're doing our best to keep Crucial a very open 
place, you know? Yeah, for sure. And yeah, there's some unique struggles that come with that, but it's always real. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It felt like something I wanted to get out there. Yeah, I mean, representation is very important, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I do think that we've done a good job like portraying that, but not harping on it too much. I agree, yeah. Because can... there is a difference between representing and like building your story around it. <laughs> And there, there's a place for both of those. It just depends on the story you want to tell, really. Right. Like, but again, for a place like Tim Schull, it was more sensation of it than keeping it in the focus. Yeah. Normalization of all of these issues is kind of our goal. So I think we did a pretty good job of that. Yeah. And I mean, again... It's not that there isn't a place for stories where that isn't the main focus. I think that I think it just depends on the story you want to tell. Right. And for our story, we wanted to normalize it, and so we did that. Yep. I think like one of the Minimal hardest characters. characters. One of the hardest characters, and this doesn't. I'm not intending this to be a pat in the back sort of way. This is just my take on something because it's come up more than once in the Discord server. Yeah, go for it. Anna's like arc was was interesting because I most definitely did not want to make on resurrection seem like a damsel in distress situation. Fair. Yeah. And I mean I mean it has a similar set a significant other of one of the major characters behind some sort of thing and they have to go on some quest to rescue them. Granted, the the afterlife is one hell of a tower. <laughs> but yeah. like it became very important to me that that wasn't who people thought on was, you know? So, mm-hmm. like, I I guess I had to fudge a lot of, like, how ghost stuff works and how necromancy stuff works, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but to me, it was more important that Anna was perceived as with volition, with choice, and power in the situation, uh, rather than me getting the rules of on death perfectly right. Yeah. Like, I don't know. That was that was my goal. More so, like, I wanted Anna to feel like a person, not a girl. And if that meant I had to fudge the fantasy rule, the afterlife, whatever. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the rules of the game are less rules than they are <laughs> guidelines. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't know. I, again, that's just where... Because there have been, like, two or three long-winded not debates they've been very friendly but like you know things yeah. about death and religion <laughs> and that and it's just like i think it's just hard to it's like as a dungeon master you're supposed to care about the and the story so it's weird to see when you prioritize one or the other you know mm-hmm. but like for sure with Anna, the, the goal is to make Anna a person more so than like, make sure that B is staying 100% accurate to the the afterlife. Yeah. Like, that was just a bigger deal to me, I guess. So if there was something wrong with the ritual situation, there's stuff like that. that it, when I was writing it, it was the name of making sure Anna had more. Anna was more wise, you know? Yeah. 
I think we hit a nice balance with that. Yeah. It it was there was really good. Space. There was definitely space in that undead part, but it never it never felt like the damsel in distress. It felt like even where she was, she had power. <clears throat> it was more like she had the choice between like one state or the other, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and I could be talking on my ass here. But that's that's kind of where I wanted it to come from. <laughs> no, you you're making sense. I get you. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's about it. <clears throat> and we'll wish you adieu. All right. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> nice going, B. I I've been at this for a year. It's I all right. Should, I should know how long. It's going.